It's Saturday, December 28th, 2019. In this week's episode, we look ahead to 2020 and discuss the games we are excited for, dig into what we want to see in the gaming industry in the new year, and finish off with updates on the future of this podcast. This is the NPCs. Give me, give me one of these when you're ready to go. I just want to be more professional. No, that's not... No, that's a stop. <laughs> like, give me one of these. Do the countdown, too. Oh, please. A countdown? Yeah, do it. Three. <laughs> give me one of those. It's going to be like Wayne's World. Yeah, yeah, give me the Wayne's World. Okay. In five, four, three... Wayne's World! Wayne's World! <laughs> <laughs> I was really excited. Oh my god. Welcome to episode 22, guys. Well, I think you can keep that actually. I were keeping this one. Four attempts. I think this one's the this one's plenty. What's up, guys? Not much. What's huh? up with you? I'm just glad the holidays are done. Same. I woke up tired on Christmas because the wife had to yell at the kids three different times to stay away from their gifts until the little one woke up. Sucks ass. But it's okay. I didn't get anything video gaming, though, for Christmas, so it's whatever. Nothing? No. I did beat Untitled Goose Game, though, yesterday. So nothing. <laughs> Man. Nailed it. Nailed it. Oh, wow. No, That's what I think about your dumb game. It's a fantastic Now game play pile. my dumb game, and we'll come back and say which one's better. And what's your dumb game? Well, it's not Mortal Kombat. That was a good game. Uh, dumb game, Dan, for this year. What's our dumb game? What you what you gonna compare Void Bastards with Untitled Void game? Bastards? Yeah. Oh, okay. Void Bastards versus comparison. Untitled Goose Game. I think we give it to hundred people, and ninety five of them will say Void Bastards is better. Think so? Yeah, I think the five will be related to you that don't, <laughs> for sure. Like that's your brother. <laughs> I think that's all in the demographic. Even if you were to just get a hundred random people, it just just depends on the person. Yeah, I really feel like the casuals would lean toward Goose Game. Yeah. You have to pick and choose who the hundred people are. Well, I'm not going to talk to them, am I? <laughs> <laughs> I can pick a gamer out. Sometimes. I thought you Sometimes. were a gamer. Oh. Oh, gosh. oh, nailed it. Oh, sorry, Sherm. Five. Four. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not starting over. This is what we got, and we're rolling with it, guys. <laughs> How did we get to that? What are we talking about? What Quite are we honestly, doing? I don't know. What are we doing? What are we doing this oh, podcast? So this oh, week, of course. Yeah. How were the holidays, guys? Preston? Yeah, I know. I'll stop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they were fine. And I'll leave it at that. They were just, just fine. He's wants more. Okay, <laughs> we'll leave it. We'll leave it. Mine were fine as well. How about that, Kyle? Like you were fucking four years old. Like, <laughs> like, you just me... got tattled. <laughs> but he did it too. Well, I wanted. It's like he was egging me on. I'm like, let me loose. <laughs> let me out of my cage. 
and I'll tell you how my holidays were. I don't think we were. want you out of your cage anymore. <laughs> and I'll tell you how the holidays were. Yeah, I've got quite a few recordings here of you out of your cage. We'll we'll keep those under wraps for later on. Yeah. Yeah. So, in this week's episode, of course, we are wrapping up 2019. We did our best of gaming a couple weeks ago. Yeah. And, of course, we did our streaming last week. But this week's recording, we're going to be looking into, essentially looking ahead to 2020. What games we're really excited for going into the new year, uh, what types of things we'd like to see out of gaming throughout 2020 as well, to see if any of the trends from the past decade have, uh, that have actually risen to prominence are going to either continue on or fade away. And then, of course, one of the things that I think is good for us to focus on is what we, as the NPCs, are going to be doing through 2020 as well, too, because podcasting is fun, but of course I know there's some other things that the rest of us would like to do. So, indeed, yeah. With that said, you look like you're ready to. Burst. He is really like <laughs> Preston is holding it in. I don't know if he needs to take a dump, if he needs to burp, if he's got to do both. I don't I, hold that in. If I have you, to poop, I'm going to poop. Please not here on my couch. <laughs> Bathroom's right you're there. You're lucky I don't have to poop because. Well, thank God. <laughs> if I had to, I would ruin this thing. <laughs> Is that what you wanted to talk about? Not really. Oh. No. What do you want to talk about? Uh, well, let's talk about the games that we're looking forward to going Speaking into this poop. year. Speaking of poop. Poop. Final Fantasy comes out next year. Hey, now. There's some poop for you. Hey, right, now. guys? Hold on, hold on. There's two Final Fantasies that come out this year. Well, they're both poop. Wow. wow. Ooh. That's right, Dan. Fighting words. <sighs> you look so mad. <laughs> Maybe we should have been streaming this so I could have gotten a fight on video. Bioshock, more like Bioshark. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I don't but, care if that's what they call it. As long as it's in Rapture, I don't care. I don't think I could take a game seriously if it's called Bioshark. Why? I definitely couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? I'm just thinking of poisonous little poop bags. <laughs> yeah. Via Death Stranding. In that game, we all know how that is. I don't remember any toxic shit except for the ones I take. Is that what we're talking about? The ones I take? Yeah, well, no, it's not we're toxic still. to you. <laughs> In the game. Yeah, he throws poop grenades. <laughs> I never got a poop grenade. I think it's further on, but yeah, he throws his. Yeah, you get poopy grenades. He throws, throws poop. We should have put that at Game of the Year then. <laughs> Why didn't you argue about poop grenades, man? Why didn't you give me that argument? We would have. So sick of you guys not even thinking about it. Well, you're the one that complained about it's you dumb. know the the them collecting the the poop and the pee and the you know all of his. God, you sound like you're five. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Look what this the, game has done to you. They gotta collect the poo poo and the pee pee. <laughs> the fuck was that? I have no idea. <laughs> Will you do that again for me? <laughs> oh my god. Will you do that Bill Cosby <laughs> about the poop poo and the pee pee for me, please? I will give you fifty cents. <laughs> we're we're grown adults here, aren't we? Yep. That's Some right. of us. <laughs> He's really oh laughing about it. Kyle's dead. <laughs> So in 2020, we're going to be hiring a new person here. Bring him in. Kyle's dead. So. See that oh, dollar right dollar. there? Oh. Dollar on the table. That's a nice little dollar. Oh. 
if you perform for Mr. Washington, <laughs> if I perform for Washington, no, you can take him home. Do your kindergarten rendition of what happens in the bathroom. <laughs> 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 He's so broken. Look Poor how guy. Happy he is. Poo poo in the pee pee. <laughs> no, I don't we're know. good. I, I think we're good. Yeah. Kyle's <laughs> dying, fucking, but this is phenomenal. Okay, Kyle. Whew. It's because I warmed him up earlier. I just took his <laughs> humor to a new level. Yeah. <laughs> to the actual toilet. <laughs> Wow. Holy crap. Kind yes, of me on Death Stranding now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Stop laughing, dude. I can't handle your laugh. This is the funniest fucking you laugh. You broke him. This is the funniest fucking... He did it himself. I didn't say it. I didn't tell him to do that goofy-ass accent. He jumped off that bridge all by himself. What the fuck were we talking about? <laughs> we were going to talk about what we're looking Some forward to game wise. Yeah, but grenades. <laughs> yeah, how did we get there? Oh, bi- okay, yeah, we're bio shark. Okay, yeah, okay. I was like, I'm just trying to remember the train of how we got to fucking poop grenades and Kyle doing his weird ass Bill Cosby poo poo impression. <sighs> the poo poo and the pee pee. <laughs> That's one of the funniest fucking things I've ever heard. <laughs> you can make it your ringtone later. We have to record it. <laughs> I'm gonna Don't need to. to. I got it right I here. I'll just splice that out for you. Yeah, I'll just morning. drop it as I, an audio I will clip. have to hear this. Yeah, put that, just put that on the line. With some poo-poo in the pee-pee. It's <laughs> <laughs> so fucking dumb. All right. What are we talking? Oh, yeah. The game's coming out. So, yeah. So we're looking ahead. Our first topic here is going to be on the games coming out this next year. And the ones that we ourselves are looking forward to in this list has a lot of crossing over between everybody. There's quite a bit more on Dan's list, I think, than anybody else's. Um, I mean, holy crap, Dan. You've got quite a few games that you're really looking forward to this year. Yeah, and, and like I told you guys, when I came up with this list, they were literally all like right off the top of my head. Like... I didn't have to go through and think about it, like, oh, is this, you know, like, they were all ready to go. I noticed you're missing some, though. So this so. just tells me, like, this year was garbage for games for the most part. Like, especially compared to what's coming up in 2020. I was really excited for it. I'm looking at your list here. Are you really excited for Halo? Are, are some of these, like, are you curious to see if they suck ass? <clears throat> No. Like Halo Infinite, are you really excited for Halo Infinite? I know, I know you are. Don't yeah, worry. That's, that's no questions asked on my part. I saw that smile on his face. Well, see, I'm more excited than like... pants. <laughs> it's a boner for Halo. Yeah. Oh, it's not about poo poo and pee pee. You don't give a fuck, <laughs> huh? <laughs> no, nope. this is about the DD. You need the DD in your pants. <laughs> I'm sorry. See, I'm more excited for it just to like. I want to know what it actually is going to be. Is it going to be a reboot? Is it going to be an actual sequel, proper? Like, So that's why I'm excited about it. Like, and they dropped a couple new screenshots for it today. One really? of them looked like he was going back into the library where you first met up with... Uh, I think it was where you first met up with Guilty Spark in the first one. Yeah. And then the second screenshot was the halo itself that he's on is actually blown apart. So it actually shows remnants of it, whether or not it's 
maybe like Halo 2 or something like that uh, levels, and they're just combining them together. That's what I, That's why I'm excited, is because they haven't said anything about it. They haven't said what Halo Infinite's going to be, other than the the cinematic teaser we got, and then the stuff they showed off at E3, and then that was it. They've been so tight-lipped on this one compared to the other Halos, I have no idea what's coming out of it. Because so. I think it's not going to be good. I think it's going to be a Destiny clone-ish in some way, in a lot of ways. A pay-to-play game. I don't know. It's- Service. As long as it's better than the last one. Because when I finished the last one, I was like, I, I didn't even know what to say. I was just kind of like, ah. yeah. I I got in my car, drove to the store, and as I was driving to the store, I was kind of like, huh. And that's that's just about how I felt. And I traded it in, and that was that. Was that. It, I was done in a week. That's a bummer. Yeah, no. It, I, I'm with you, though. But yeah, I've been that way with Halo forever, so. The only things they did confirm about Halo Infinite, at least in that same update where they shared out the screenshots, is that they are going to have split-screen back, um, and they're going to be working on LAN-based functionality again, too. So you could take your Series X to another person's place, hook it up to theirs via their network, and just play locally. So, I mean, that's been a mainstay no matter what, but that's still nice, at least that they support (laughs) that. So... Look at this list. You guys got a lot of you guys looking forward to this Final Fantasy VII shit. That's a damn shame. Just look what I'm going to do. I'm going to go ahead and move Halo off, though, so I don't keep looking at it. See that? I'm going to get what, rid of it. What the fuck? Yeah! This is how I know, because I need some way. Otherwise, I'm not sure how we're going to talk about all these fucking games. So, all right, tell me about why are we looking forward to Final Fantasy, Dan? Because... Well, many reasons. First of all, and this is not even like... I could, I could talk for half an hour about personal reasons, but... Right. From what we've seen so far from the trailers and everything... Like you can tell that they have taken their time with this. Clearly, it's been five years since yeah. they showed off that yeah. first trailer at E3. But they know, and, and this is the thing that like reassures me, is even just last week they had like this huge update on their website, and they talked to all like the, the lead developers. <clears throat> and you can just you can tell that they're they know what they have is precious to everybody. And so you can tell that they're taking their time with it and they're going to make it a quality game. And so that's, you know, it's been 20 years since the original game came out and it's been something that people have always wanted to see. And just the fact that it's actually happening, it's not all this big prank. And you can, like I said, from what you can see from the trailers, you can tell it's going to be a good game. I thought that about Kingdom Hearts and look what happened to me. I don't want you to see. I don't want you to end up like me, Dan. I don't. The thing, okay, I will say I'm worried is that, like, the stuff they've shown is all still very early, even for the Midgard portion. And part of me is like, this looks so good, there's no way they can keep this up for an entire game, let alone three games. Are you worried that combat's going to get stale since it's a much more free flow? That that would be much. Switch, though. Yeah. That's one of the things I'm excited about is you can switch between the two styles. The so back can, and forth tactics. Well, yeah, you can the, play turn based or you can play live action. Yeah, real time. So that'll be cool. Is that just a switch on the fly? Yeah. I'm, I'm, it's in like the options, so I don't know if get to restart the whole game. Yeah, like, see, so yeah, that I don't know. You would have I, to, right? I, I how could, could you possibly do that on the fly? fly? How could you possibly switch that on the fly? 
there must be some sort of like break period in between that allows you to actually switch that because I can't imagine them doing their attack and you being on your back and forth and then flipping back over immediately to just kind of like free combat. Mm. There's got to be some sort of like delay in there or maybe it's something you have to trigger in between battles to say, okay. Uh, or maybe it, this, it can only be triggered on the world map even or something. Or even it's that's very true too. That's what I'm wondering if it's got to be in between because I can't imagine in the middle of a battle it's like, oh, I want to try it this way and then I want to yeah. try this way and then go back. It just it it's going to convolute it and it's just going to take you so long to get through any of it. I don't see how you could possibly do that, but that would be really curious. I think a free, f- but if it's that free form combat <clears throat> or just live combat, <clears throat> hack and slash, I would be worried that I get bored of that after a while. I think that it just really depends on how much of it there is. Cause like, there's a lot of things we still don't know, you know, because they, they, they get, they went away from the, you can't see enemies on the map. So you can, see them all so you can avoid encounters if you want to and but we just don't know how populated the world is going to be with enemies so i think that's the key factor in deciding if it's going to be bogged down with with combat like jrpgs traditionally are or if it's going to find that balance where the flow stays throughout the game i'm happy for you guys but i could care i couldn't care less about this stupid game. Well, like I I'm said, hoping, like we talked about, like, you know, we're gonna maybe consider doing a series because I think that would actually be a really cool dynamic. I don't think anyone would really capitalize on it. Like Just I like, hate it, and you guys love it. Well, it's not even that that you hate it, but you don't really know about it. Oh, yeah, that's fair. And so, I like, mean, I I played like eight hours of the original one on PlayStation. I just hated it, hmm. but I, I was really young, so right. I don't know if I could appreciate an RPG then. That'll be an interesting one for us to try out, Sherm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Well, I'm going to move that off the list that way. Well, it is kind of a big at. year for, I guess, remake, remaster, at least in Final Fantasy, because you've got Crystal Chronicles listed, too. Yeah, I'm beyond excited for that. Like, it got delayed again, but I I don't care. Like, Again, that just tells me they realize what they have. They realize how important it is to people. They realize the gem that they're working on, and they need to take their time. And I'm glad that they're doing that, and they're not rushing it and giving me this half-baked product. Well, it's not too far out now, though. No, yeah, it got, it got delayed again. So it was supposed to be the end of this year. It got pushed to January. Right. And then they just announced, like, two weeks ago that it's going to be the summer. Oh, I didn't hear that Yeah, one. so it's like another, like, six-month delay. Okay, that's that's a bit annoying. I was actually but, like I said, ready. Like I said, take your time, do what you need to. Clearly, something wasn't ready in the game. So the only thing that I that they didn't talk about, and this is what makes me hopeful that they're delaying it again, and for such a big, a big time that they're delaying it, is that they never mentioned anything about local co-op. Hmm. I really they're hope big, they have it. I hope so too. Their big push is like, hey, it's finally online because that was the issue with the original game is it had to be local and you had to have the four cables and four GBAs, and so it was really hard to coordinate. And they're like, hey, you can play online now, and it's cross-play, cross, cross play, which is cool. So Switch can play with PS4, can play with Android, can play with Apple. That's one thing that makes me think maybe another delay. I don't know the technical part of all that and how cross-play is going to interact even with, like, phone versus someone on PS4. Like, I don't know if there's any kind of issues there. But, like I said, I'm, I'm hoping that it's just local. 
and that's what the delay is, is that they're... Because I see a lot of people talking about it. Like, you know, you, they make a post, and I kind of scroll through the comments, and people are like, local, local, just... So there's a lot of demand for local, and I hope that they hear it, and they're like, okay, we need to take a little more time, but we are going to introduce local. Is this one a full remake or a remaster? This is a remaster. Well, I'd be worried. Why is it taking them so long? You think the changes in technology since that came out on the GameCube and Game Boy Advance, it's... Well, maybe the big hang-up is the couch co-op, because you had to have those GBAs originally, and each person had a specific thing on their screen right, because your, GBA, your GBA so. was just the controller, so you had your mini-map open all the time on your GBA while you were looking up at the TV. And at the bottom of your GBA screen, each player has like a bonus objective, like pick up gold, don't use magic, and that would contribute to your, your bonus points at the end of the level. So there was always a second screen that had all your personal information and so I wonder if that's a little more difficult to coordinate now because it's like, well, I got to pause the game to open up the map. We're just going to pause it for everybody, which it never did. Like if you had to go to your inventory, you just had to stand there and hope you didn't get hit while everyone else was playing and doing what they were supposed to. So maybe they'll mini map it instead, though. That's a possibility as well, and, and yeah. that's something that like makes me think maybe they didn't think it all the way through, and maybe they had to kind of take a step back and, and reevaluate and mm-hmm. so I'm hoping for you and Kyle that it's good because you guys like that game oh yeah it's in my top 10 of all time yeah, yeah. And, I, and I even understand like the game itself isn't like the greatest but that experience was probably the last of its kind where it was four players everyone was hanging out on a Saturday you know I was in middle school yeah, I don't know if it's in out. my top 10 but I spent a lot of time doing exactly that hanging out on Saturdays with friends or after school playing it, I probably cranked easily over a couple hundred hours into the game. Same here. Ooh, Half-Life Alex is on our list, huh? Oh, yeah. Oh, you, man. You guys, you guys, I knew you guys are your Half-Life. Well, you, you know I have a hard-on for Half-Life. I know you do. <laughs> I don't know, man. The, that the was the, that one, that, is, That's the VR one, right? It is. Yeah. Uh, the big thing is, it's it is that it is Valve trying to make that push, saying, you know, people are going to want to buy VR now. We're going to make exclusives for VR. At so, least they're not just limiting it to the Vive and the Valve Index. That they're like, true. it's going to be available on Oculus and, uh, well, really, the, or no, the Windows Mixed Reality. That's the other one. I don't know. I still think the uh, the best experience is probably going to be the Index, which sucks. Also, though. Because the price point for, if you're getting the package with Alex, the index, the controllers, and everything, it's a thousand bucks. Yeah, it really is. It's cost prohibitive to do that. But that's probably why they're offering it at least out there for the other headsets anyway, is that we know our, like, the definitive version is going to work here. But if you still want to play it, we're not holding you back. It's just not going to be the best quality. And there was, what's the, um, tested. I don't know if you've ever seen any of that uh, channel's YouTube videos or anything. It's run by the former Mythbuster Adam Savage. Um, One of their guys went to Valve HQ and actually played Half-Life Alex on all of the headsets and made it clear that it ran well, but because of all the different features that they're making that are going to take better advantage of the index, there are going to be a couple things missing out going into the other headsets. Yeah. But I'm thinking maybe because Oculus just added in the better, or that finger tracking now on the Quest and the 
whatever their main headset is, the Rift S. Right. Yeah, that may end up helping with it, but I don't know. But I'm with you. I'm not going to drop a thousand dollars on a headset for one game. Right. That's kind of. Hmm. Did they show anything else besides that trailer? All I've seen is. Has it just the been trailer, that? Yeah. Yeah. That's a bummer because it's pretty. That's that's coming up pretty early in the year, right? Yeah, it's, I think it's yeah, March. Like, yeah, March or April. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's March. They need to start showing some. More and they stuff dropped soon. just like a bombshell too. Yeah, like, like nobody. Yeah. And all of a sudden they're like, "Oh, by the way, Half Life Alex, you're welcome." <laughs> <laughs> Fucking <laughs> Gabe Newell's in his sitting his fat ass in his office, just you're laughing welcome. like Job of the Hut. <laughs> Sorry. I don't know. I don't really like Half Life that much. I I don't know. It was like I don't hate Half Life. I just don't get why it's there there is this like weird like cult following and I'm like, why? It was one of those things I I got into it as at a certain age and you know I don't know. I, I've just been with that series since the beginning, you know? Although, yeah, I don't really know why I would even... Like, we just talked about Crystal Chronicles, and that's... I'm the same way, you know? Yeah, I right. Think, so. I mean, yeah, we all have that shit, but... I mean, if they launched a Crystal Chronicles 2 tomorrow, I would buy it. Oh, absolutely. I would still play... I'm, I'm, I'll st- I would still play Half-Life, but I'm not... I'm with sure I'm not spending that much yeah, money. Yeah, no, I'm... That's... Like, I... I, I would like to eventually save up for a desktop over the course of the year to potentially buy an index, but I don't see it happening for like another two years or more. Mm. No, Mike, like, it's just too. It's is that expensive. how much it is? Is it a thousand? Yeah, it's a thousand bucks, and that's for the controllers. The I think it still comes with those <laughs> IR boxes that sit in the corner of your rooms to actually build out the space. Um. But yeah, it's expensive. But hey, if you do buy the index, uh, you do get Half Life Alex for free. So you fucking that's, better, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? For, yeah, you spend a thousand dollars, you get a free sixty dollar game. I'm I'm on board of the VR, but I want to get a Quest. I'm seeing more it for than like fifteen hundred. Yeah, it's a thousand dollars base from uh, Valve. Ooh. That is balls crazy, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck that noise. Hmm. I don't know about this one, guys. Because none of us are going to get to try that, really. Right. Yeah. I'm excited for it still, though. I'm. I'm just happy there's a new Half-Life game after so many years. Yep. Thousand bucks. Imagine how pissed you would be if you spend a thousand dollars and the game sucks. Oh, I would or if be it's so pissed. See, like, would it be enough to make you hate the franchise? If I like, that's that, such a huge gamble. That's where that's kind of the kicker, though, is when it comes down to those exclusivities though is that it's not just the index that you can play the game on it's going to be the better system to play it on but you can still play it on these cheaper headsets and even the windows mixed reality headsets from lenovo and acer are still sub 400 dollars. yeah i was gonna say i love how you state cheaper headsets but none of them are really cheap unless you're going with like a mobile phone and vr headset yeah exactly the cheap ones you can go buy at walmart right. for 30 bucks yeah no, i mean it's advanced technology. Like, 
would it, it is, be, yeah. why would it be cheap? But at least it's not like it's like, oh, here we're putting out VR and here's the one game we have for it. Sorry, you're out a thousand bucks. At least there's a larger library of VR games out there, and I'm sure this coming year is going to definitely add on more and more. There's, there's at least more you can get to it. You know, that's fucking crazy. Yeah, that's a lot of goddamn money. Yeah, and that's for the whole kit. That's for those base stations. That's for the controllers, and that's for the headset. You could buy it just with the controllers and the headset for seven hundred and fifty bucks. But you don't get the spatial um, awareness of it either. You can't actually set the boundaries to say, like, okay, this is the actual size of the room I'm playing in. So then you are liable, of course, to have that headset on and run into something. You know, run into a wall, run into somebody else, hit something you're not supposed to. Isn't that half the fun? Yes. I would think so. That then You bash your child in the face while you're reloading or something? That's how Fail Army makes money. Who's that? They're a YouTube thing. Oh, I don't know. You've never watched Fail Army? Oh, God. Okay. I was too busy playing Untitled Goose Game. Sorry. Oh, okay. That's okay, then. Sue me, right? <laughs> <laughs> hmm. What's another one we all got in here? Cyberpunk, huh? Woo! It's going to be a good one. That one get pushed back to May? Is that right? Or is that one still March? That one's been April. That's always been April. No, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pick two other ones. <laughs> On either side. On either side of that. <laughs> it's still April? Yeah. I'd put it on there, but, I mean, there's there's so much cool stuff that's out there that we've it's, seen. It's almost I'm like the so Seven Remake. I'm just so scared that it, it could be bad. Yeah, that's like that's my qualm. It's, like a, it's almost like Seven Remake, where it's like, it can't be this good. I think they could overtake the Elder Scrolls guys, as or Bethesda, as the RPG guys. That could be easily very done. Uh, Especially in this day well, 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 But Project Red is like... It's them now. They did The Witcher. They're they're yeah. now RPG guys. Yeah, they are the best in the business. It used to, like, I didn't think anybody would really argue with Bethesda before that, but I would like to see if I'd like to see how good that is because I'm not super excited about it because I don't really care about cyberpunk theme. Like I said, I'm I excited, either. but I'm really wary. But it's just like I think they did a good job of showing off what they're capable of. And I think that potential is what's exciting to me more than anything. But I mean, I guess a lot of games are like you can do play however you want, and you can, and really you can't. So that's kind of where I'm a little apprehensive. But I don't, I don't even care if you can. I really just that's feel like it's what they've shown off, like that whole 45 minute demo last year, and it looks real pretty <laughs> though. It does. Like I think they know what they're doing with this. So think it'll be glitchy. I mean, I'm sure all all open, open world. Oh, oh yeah, there. right. But like, how glitchy? We, With the amount of things you can do in it, I'm sure there will be a day one patch. Oh man, I'm sure that as soon as you like get shit. it installed, and that it'll be like, oh, there's now a patch ready for you. Because that's how. Yeah, sure. You really uh, you stoked for this one? For Cyberpunk? Yeah, yeah. I I will admit I've never played a CD Projekt Red game before. I want to play Witcher Three. I mean, now that it's on Game Pass and I can go get it, that's great. I would love to play it for PC with how awesome that game looks on PC. But since it's on Game Pass, I want to make sure I can download it and at least give that a shot. But no, Cyberpunk appeals to me. I like more of the futuristic style of games. Hmm. Um, The RPG elements, of course, are going to be there no matter what anyway. But I, I just like the style of it. And I like the different classes that you could actually end up being in that game too. So... I will probably sink quite a bit of time into that one this year. I'm just worried it's going to be like just default game of the year for a lot of people. That's if it's good. That's going to be a tough one because yeah. like that might be the seven remake though. 
Yeah, set, I think Seven Remake's going to really tug at those nostalgic heartstrings. But Cyberpunk, I think you're right. I think that's going to be a, close to the top of everybody's list for Game of the Year for 2020. Hmm. Unless unless they they promised so much and then pull the No Man's Sky and we end up getting a pile of bullshit. Yeah, if all these games that that come out this year, this upcoming year, are as good as we think they are, it's going to be a stacked Game of the Year for next year for sure. Yeah. Well, I think cyber, I actually think Cyberpunk's going to be polished and look pretty fucking good. Oh, I think so too. Yeah. I'm just I mean, like, even Plus, I, I want to see Keanu. That's true. I like Keanu. Do you like Keanu? Oh, do okay. a do a Keanu impression for me. No. No, I can't. Do it. All he's got is Bill Cosby. He can't do anything else. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's my. He does do that a yeah. lot. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> we love you, Keanu. Come be my friend. Do you think he listens? I have a sneaking suspicion he doesn't. <laughs> Not yet. Not yet. He will sometime. <laughs> He'll watch us. Hmm. What else do we want to talk about, guys? Bravely default too. Fuck off, Dan. No. <laughs> God damn you and your RPGs, man. It's going to be a good year for that. Is this one uh, Switch? Yes. Is it just Switch exclusive? I don't know if it's exclusive, but it's always been Nintendo. I'm pretty sure it is. I'm fairly certain it is. The first Hmm. by the default was just 3DS. Right. I was curious. I don't know. I'm not... See, for me, me it's just that other end of, of Octopath Traveler, where it's like Octopath was this middle ground between Final Fantasy and Bravely Default. And so just really anything in that whole pool... I'm all for it. So. Yeah, you are. <laughs> Another Dan game. Am I going to like this one? Probably not. Nope. Okay. No. He, dude, this guy knows. It's, it's very <laughs> much like it's JRPG combat. So Turn-based? Gonna, yeah, turn-based. But the, the caveat with Bravely Default is that you every turn you build a, a battle point, and you can store up to, well, it used to be up to four. So you could just attack normally, but your better attacks and your and your more powerful spells took, you know, three, four, four BP. So you, there was a little more element of strategy to those games where you had to decide when to spend your BP, you know, like for the healer, are they going to do a bigger heal? Or can you get away with just a smaller heal and save your BP for next turn and hopefully you don't lose a party member? So I enjoyed that level of strategy that was added to the JRPG Formula via Bravely Default. Hmm. I will try it with you. If I don't know, do I need to play the first one? I don't. I don't Probably imagine. Not. Oh, they, they haven't revealed any story stuff like that. No, they, they, they just showed the trailer at the Game Awards last week, two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Oh, so it's newly. It was announced? literally the first thing. Oh, okay. First time we've ever even seen anything about it. So. Okay. Well, when's that supposed to be coming out? I'm not it's sure. just next year. It didn't. Yeah, it didn't have a oh, release okay. date. Yeah. We'll see. Perder Hunting Grounds. That one's mine. I just want to see if it can replace it. I Dead actually saw a video on this before I left, it, and I... I think it looks real bad. It, <laughs> I don't know. The, it worries me because I'm afraid it's going to be Evolve. I like Evolve. I, I, I liked think Evolve... Evolve I, I liked Evolve. I, I didn't know there was anyone else that liked Evolve. I thought I was... I think Evolve is... 
underrated. It, it, it's true. It's really short, like in for gameplay options and shit. Well, like it's the and same one of the loop, things that killed but, it is those freaking microtransactions. Yeah, for, you never did get all the things. Yeah, for it. yeah, you you would have had to spend thousands of dollars. But oh man, it looks cool, and you get to customize your predator. I do think the predator looks extremely op in yeah. this though. Like when we're talking asymmetrical gameplay. This might be the first time I'm like, we're, I don't give a fuck how good you Marines are. You saw are. the video where he throws the disc, right? I think it was in that one. I don't know. Describe yeah. it to me. Like, it, it just shows him throw the disc, and it like it's a video of the, like, the camera follows the disc, and I, I don't know if that's, like, supposed to be, like, another player that he's killing, or, you know, if it's something that it's going to be that quick for, you know, users, if, you know, they have... Very little life. They can respawn. The predator has, you know, he's squishy but has a lot of life. But he can like one hit kill you type thing, or you know, I, it's interesting. Uh, I think I it's going to be a thing where like don't focus on the predator. Make get your objective done, kind of thing. But what if the objective is to kill the predator? I thought it was supposed to be just like more object- objective based, like King of the Hill shit, or like go turn on these power generators kind of thing. I don't know. I don't know. I need to see more of it, but. I'm just curious to see if something can take uh, away. It's my aliens opinion. versus predators. So just, that, that's where I'm at. Anything aliens, anything predator. I didn't see any aliens in that. No, it, it, no, I'm just saying aliens versus oh, okay, predator okay. type oh, games. Okay. You know, it, if it, if it's an alien game, if it's a predator game, yeah, that's up my alley. That'd be some fun DLC. Yeah. I didn't alien. play Evolve, oh, yeah. but was that the point of it though? Is that if you were not the monster, that you would actually kill the monster or just yeah, get away you had from to hunt it? the monster down? Yeah. The idea was. The monster went through three stages. Uh, his early stage, but he has high stealth in that point. Okay. So it's hard to hunt him down. But if he gets to his third stage, he starts, like, in the middle of the stage two, it's really even back and forth between the two guys. Stage three, the monster can fuck you up if he lands the hits. The only problem is it was so hard. If the survivors knew what they were doing, it was really hard to get the monster to stage three. It was almost asymmetric. It was asymmetrical the other way you would expect. I would expect the monster to be the problem and it's not but yeah that was still a fun game though it was interesting hopefully they learn the lessons of evolve then going into predator because i i that was valve f- which one evolve, evolve? Yeah. no that was isn't not that valve? valve isn't that no. valve no who did evolve that's a good question i'm like pretty sure it was i'm pretty sure it was valve who made evolve turtle rock who the fuck's turtle rock uh, oh, Left 4 Dead. It was acquired by Valve in 2008, but refounded in 2011. So, huh. So what does that mean? I don't Am know, I right or wrong? There. <laughs> okay, so yes, that's what they were known for, was that they actually were the ones who brought who came in and made the Left 4 Dead series while under Valve. But they it wasn't necessarily Valve. It was more like they okay, so, made the game, but then okay. Valve published it. By the way, it is for yeah. Bethesda. Okay. Well, still. That's pedigree, my friend. Meh. Left for Dead is fun. Dead is. What's next, Dan? Gears Tactics. Ugh, fuck y'all. Mm. <laughs> actually, I bet it's fun. I actually am kind of stoked for this one too. I need a good tactics game. I haven't played one in a while, and I'm starting That's to get XCOM. Yeah, I, mean, I'm, I need my hankering back for that. I mean, I guess I'll play Fire Emblem pretty soon, but yeah, I need a new tactics. Yeah. Oh well, I'm not gonna want to play it. Should I play Fire Emblem or Tactics, Dan? Fire. I'm going to play Tactics. I'm well, going to play Gears. It's PC only, so you can't. Watch me. Okay. I know where to find a PC. 
No, it's just they announced this at E3 last year. Mm-hmm. Or it was two years ago. Yeah, and it's been a while. I think it was two years ago, and then we just heard nothing. And I was like, okay, so is this I game? heard more about Gear Pop. Yeah, yeah, and then and then Pop Ugh. came out, and I was like, okay, sorry, so it was tactics. <laughs> sorry, <I know>. <laughs> this is sort of rough game. Dead. So like the fact that it just got reannounced, and the fact that it's going to be. You've never heard of Gear Pop? No. They took Gears of War and then used the pop vinyls that they made for it and made a game out of it. And it's a mobile game. You can I think it's a, to- it's a tower defense, isn't it? Yeah. On yeah. Your, on your phone. I was like, Gears did not need the cutesy overhaul. Like, that's kind of the opposite point of what Gears Yeah, and it shows like this little, like, cute moment between a between a cog and between... I'm surprised um, you haven't heard of that one, Kyle. Yeah. Huh. Between one of the locusts. And Alex like, is always playing that one. Yeah, He's he always. Was, yeah. Yeah, I remember watching right. Maybe it's mindless. Maybe it's a good mindless game. It's possible. Like Lick Spear? Uh, that is just not mindless. That's just amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Let's. Oh, man. Is there another one of those coming out this year? Uh, no. Yeah, not that I'm aware of. I don't even want to play. So. Hmm. But yeah, I mean, it just. I thought it was dead. So I'm just happy that. It's coming out. <laughs> it's actually yeah. a thing still. And, you know, the trailer that they showed off at Game Awards looked. Looked pretty fun. Mm-hmm. I mean, the fact that you could customize all your weapons and stuff was a nice little touch. Um, <laughs> I could only hear Charles from Red Dead Two though in that trailer because the same voice actor that does the main character. Who the fuck is Charles? The uh, Native American guy in Red Dead Two. Oh, I liked him. Yeah, like the only cool guy. Yeah, <laughs> at the end of the story, still. Yeah, I remember him. Okay, so yeah, he's he's voice acting the. For for gears tactics, that main guy. So that's all I could hear when I watched the trailer the first time. But it's going to be, hopefully, there's going to be more customization. Like for me, that's kind of one of my favorite aspects of a tactics game. You know, like XCOM is kind of like personalizing your soldiers and, right. and it gives you that new level of attachment to them. And I think that's kind of what makes those games makes them better because. You don't want your soldiers to die, but those games are like notoriously difficult. So it adds just that extra level of of peril to to those games. So I I do hope that this game as well keeps to that tactics formula where it's like here's all this cool customization and, and you can tell that that's your. Are you hoping more towards Fire Emblem or towards XCOM's side of customization though? I guess I'm leaning more towards XCOM with this one. I think I would too because it feels like a, a war machine kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. I think the the genre of of the geared story suits better to an XCOM. I would agree. Yeah, yeah. You know, it'd be really cool if they like combined them. So, like, if you were in a really almost like a chess situation, like if you're in a really shitty situation. And then you make the move for the tactics, but then it cuts into a third. Like, you have to go into a third-person action fight and play normal gears. And if you're really, really good at gears, maybe you can beat the stacked odds against you in that situation. And then it goes back out to the tactics part of it. That would be really cool. I would think that would be a cool thing because, I don't know, I really like gear shooting. I think that you could do it. That would be a good fusion. Yeah. yeah. I don't, I'd have to see how this works, though. That's, I'm a, oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty stoked for that. Fucking stoked, Sherm. Good. Shut up. I'll fight you. You don't want none of me. Kerbal Space Program 2. Sure. Dude. Hang on. What? I'm not hanging on nothing. (laughs) 
Is it going to be more accessible or still just absolutely insane? It looks like it's going to be just as insane, but this isn't even being made by the original developers. Oh, it's not? No, this isn't being made by... Uh... Oh, fuck. What is I don't know now? who they are either. Yeah, I, I'm, they're Squad, I think is their name. Squad or Squid or something like that. But no, it's not being made by them. It's being made by a completely different group, but it's keeping all of the aesthetics of Kerbal Space Program and moving even farther into what the modding community has done by making it more of the core game. So more colonization, more development of said colony to be able to actually just rebuild your base essentially and continue to just launch missions off of whichever planet you decide to land on. Uh, More science functionality as well too. So I'm looking forward to it just because... On the modding side of things, I've tried a little bit of it, but every time I've always had problems, and I'd much rather have a game that's more fleshed out that I don't have to worry about modding. Like, everything I'd want in that game is, already is, built into is it. basically already there. Yeah, especially out of a game that... Um, especially out of a game that requires you to essentially have that mindset of an engineer to build things out. You know, it's like, oh, cool, I would like to try to build a helicopter that's not going to fall apart on me. It's like, well, the only way to do that in KSP1 is to download these different mods here to attach these parts, um, or be really crafty with some of these mods to modify existing parts different than the base game did. Uh, I'm not of that caliber of an engineer, so... I would much rather have it the way it looks like KSP2 is going to handle it. So that's why I'm looking forward to it. And they've already, I mean, they brought Kerbal Space Program to console, didn't they? They did. Don't they have it on Xbox? Yeah, they do. At least yes. Xbox? Okay. It's, I don't think it's on PlayStation. Okay. I'm not sure on that, but I know it's on Xbox. Maybe something with the base Windows OS on it. I won't go into that. But um, I'm just excited for it, though, because I bought KSP back when it was in uh, what was known as Steam Greenlight. At that point in time, when they were just like, "Here, here, you could buy into the beta of the game if you want to," and you'll, we're not guaranteeing you're going to get a full version of this game at any point in time, but you can get it then. So I bought into it way back when, probably after I got my first gaming PC in 2012, and it's been worth it since. So yes, I'm stoked for KSP2. Well, then I'm happy for you. Thank you. Just like you should be happy for these two about their stupid Animal Crossing games. You know, actually, that's Don't what I'm looking forward to also. <laughs> Crossing. Oh, it's going to be so I've, good. God, I can't believe I'm stuck in you fucking people. I've only touched Animal Crossing, like, very little. I think GameCube was where it first came out, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that was where I remember actually touching it, but I haven't played any since then. It just seems like it's escaped me. I mean, like, what, what, what could you do, I mean, for you and for you, Dan, and for you, Kyle, like, what would you do to sell me on that? on that game now, especially for how many versions have come out. Well, for this one coming up, online multiplayer. Like, that's the big thing. Is and that, that was kind of the the fun part about the, well, not the original because it didn't have it, but even like the, the DS ones, is uh, just visiting other people. And and all of a sudden you would talk to some of their some of their villagers and maybe one of them would go all of a sudden show up in your town. But that was also one of the most devastating parts of the DS version is you would go visit a friend and talk to someone in their town and one of your favorite animals would move out of your town and then you'd be pissed. <laughs> this really does not sound like my game at all. I mean, this this for me is like, this is my like mindless game. It's one of those games where you don't, you literally, you just walk around an island for this one. 
and you go fishing and you catch bugs. I you, can see you and Emily and all these guys just being just playing out. this shit all the time. Play it. Yeah. yeah. If you like games that you collect shit, it's perfect. I think that's why I'd be looking forward to it is the online part. As if it was that obscure. We need to be able to be like playing like if all four of us had it and it's like, you know, Preston wasn't playing for like the day or something, go in and you could go to his to his Probably area and that's like what he's been be working playing. on, you know. Is that something they've talked about? Is that outside of being able to play with friends online, can you go visit a friend's area if they're not online? That I don't know if they've talked about yet or not. Um, The other thing that that they've added for this iteration of the game, which is cool, is the placement of items anywhere on the island now. Okay. So at first it was just you got a house and you had to decorate your house however you wanted to, but you could only do it inside that space. But now it's... You can put a couch out on the beach if you want to, you know. So, like, it gives so many more options to do whatever you want with the items that you get. I wonder if it's going to actually, like, let you pick where you want, like, certain features of the town like they did on the, what was it, the 3DS version? Mm -hmm. Where you can say, oh, I want the town hall up here and I want my house over here. And Well, see, that's what I'm not sure what's going to happen with this version of it because it's... It is going to be different enough. This is the first time you're not getting a house. It's just your tent. Right. And so, like, it's it's more of a deserted island, so I don't know how structured it's going to be versus all the other ones. Right, right. It's very much like this is a town. So this one, I'm not sure how it's going to play. Well, when when it asked you, you know, where you wanted everything, it was, like, right when you showed up to town. Right. Like, you hadn't even exited the train station yet. Right. That that, would be... It's possible to... They could still keep the whole like yeah. island modification. Be interesting to find out. So, this is seriously, it's just a game where you just. This just sounds like well, another Pokemon to me. Like every game. Oh no, I, no, I, this I, is no, like, like no, 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 not like in gameplay, but like I don't see how this one's that much different from the last one. Like I feel like all Harvest Moons are pretty damn close to the same thing you played last time. I don't, I don't, I don't know. That's just not my kind of game, though. But it I'm is, happy for you. It guys. is, it is possible, but. They, they've shown off enough stuff already where I'm like, okay, it is going to be different enough, but it's going to be hard to find that balance between innovation and keeping it similar enough to where people... And that's just a thing I have with most Nintendo games. Is right. That are, I think almost all of them are the same as the last one for the most part. But I'm still happy for you guys. <gasps> I think I'll add that one to my list then, and I think I'll... Too late, I already deleted all of them. <laughs> Fine, it's it's there on my list in my heart. It's right there. <laughs> you fucker. <laughs> <laughs> Try to erase that one, bitch. You would have to uh, remove your brain. If I said it was on my heart. I will remove your heart. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not listening to him. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. What do we got here, guys? Resident Evil 3 is getting a remake? Kyle? I heard something about that. What? Yeah, crazy, That's huh? bananas. <laughs> I could not eat. I actually think it's too soon. I don't want to see Resident Evil 3 right now. I don't think so. Yes. It's only been a year and a half. That's why I don't think so. I think it's no, actually... No, think about why you like Resident Evil 2's so much, because it is so different from two, the original 2, or even the old Resident Evil like 6 and 5. I think like, they could, probably could have waited a couple more years. Yeah, like but that's yeah, it's just too much too soon. Unless they hold off on releasing it 
for the next gen consoles for the PS5 and the Series X. That's going to be, I think, maybe the big thing is maybe there will be some other advancement with it that the new generation of consoles can actually support, and that's why they wanted to move forward with it is because they've been. How can that engine it. look much better? That's a real pretty fucking. Yeah, yeah we're, we're kind of getting to that point now where they are pushing the limits of the current gen, right? But I almost wonder, like, I think very early on they knew what they had with two and how well it was going to do, and I really feel like they just kind of did it all at the same time. Probably. Uh, I think it's all because of Monster Hunter has brought Capcom back a lot, and they've just been... I think they're just trying to capitalize on it while they're still hot. We got this extra cash. Let's yeah, like, let's just do it Yeah, let's do it now while we can, otherwise we'll never be able to do it. But I, I, I would still play it, like, don't get yeah. me wrong. The only thing, though, that I... Out of the trailer that they did show off for it and the promotional art and that, something about Nemesis just looks off. I don't know. Like I, I went back and looked at the character model from Resident Evil Two. I looked at some of the comic book drawings and that, and then even going back to the second Resident Evil movie, there was something about him that like stuck out just right in the second Resident Evil movie. Like it's like, oh, this is like a perfect adaptation here. But something about the way it, it was designed, the way Nemesis looks in um, in the promotional stuff thus far, just doesn't seem right. There's something off, hmm. and I don't know. I mean, he's gonna. If it's gonna be anything like it was in Resident Evil Three, where he's just chasing you around and you can either run away from him or take him down briefly, then okay, you know it's it's gonna be whatever because you're gonna to try to avoid him at all costs. But See, I, I just think though, I think they're Probably smart enough to know now that, and I think the technology is caught up. Where I don't think it was ever intended for Nemesis to be just let me just follow you and the whole game shoot a rocket. Yeah, so I think, well, but I think it would be really cool. And hopefully they implement something like this in this remake. Is like, God, he has the ability to like stalk and everything now. So like, I hope they make him a much more integrated part of the game itself. And I think there's a lot they could do with him that they I feel like they've always wanted to do but never could. So I, yeah, the design I do agree. It looks a little funky. I think it's the nose actually. <laughs> there's so there's 45 there's, degree angle crooked nose yeah like, that's kind of weird but i mean it also kind of makes you remember like oh that used to be a dude you know yeah and it's like i mean how much can you really fuck up you know a very messed up mouth uh skin folded over the right eye and then what effectively was a, a blinded left eye but yeah it's maybe they'll make some tweaks on it though going into it still playing it Still gonna try to kick the shit out of them, and, Are and you, the fact that they're headed that whole multiplayer thing. Yeah, the Resident Evil Resistance or whatever. Like, it's just cool. Are you I worried that. though that they're since Nemesis or since Tyrant wasn't a great part of what you thought Resident Evil Two was, and since Nemesis is basically Tyrant the whole game, are you worried that you're not going to like it then? Because it's is he just an annoyance, or can they do it the way Dan thought? And make yeah, him actually, and, and I think that's the that's going to be like the major deciding factor as far as like the campaign goes, right? Like if they can make Nemesis actually threatening, and because like like I said, Tyrant literally just three sixty him, and you just go and wait in a room for him to walk somewhere else. So like that wasn't done properly. Hopefully, they learned a few things from it, and they don't just repeat it for the entire game because that would be awful. But no. I don't think they're going to do that. Because Nemesis was definitely more of a threat in Resident Evil 3. 
So I think I think there I I don't think he's going to be anything like um, Tyrant was in two. I think he's going to end up being more of a. Well, that's what more, he was though in three. Like he was just following you the whole game in three. Was he? Yeah, I he, thought I remember yeah. him more yeah, he, involved. Like I knew he was a little bit slower, but I thought he really he, fucked he you is, over more he, often. No, he is literally just fucking chasing you. Basically, it feels like the whole fucking game. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. That, as long as that'll it's be not, a really hard mechanic yeah. to play it's with. It's going to be interesting to see like how it ties into the whole city, because you know, versus like you know, two where it's very in restrictive the, areas. Yeah. This one it feels a little more open, and like they have they have the ability to like you can have areas that are blocked off, and you need to use Nemesis. You know, you need to you need to lure out a rocket from him in a certain area to to break some some barricades or whatever, and. So I think they they could utilize them a lot more now, and I hope they do. And I think that's what's going to make that game stand out. They'll just they'll just fuck with everybody instead and just take the original engine and animations from the PlayStation version of Resident Evil Three, and then just slap all the new graphics on it. So it'll be just as frustrating. That's it. Won't be this over the shoulder stuff anymore. We'll all play it. Like I know we will. That's, mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe we stream that multiplayer it. seems interesting too. I appreciate that they actually rolled in the multiplayer though. That yeah. they didn't make that a standalone game. That it's like here with RE three you get resistance now. Project Project Resistance. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I think it's neat. That'll be a fun one to play too. Not a lot of third person online shooters. No, not really. Yeah, I can't think of any. <gasps> destroy all humans. Am I the only one who likes destroy all humans? I've never played any of them. Same here. Man, y'all are a bunch of fucking bitches. No, it's a good game. That's fun. It's just good chaos. What kind of of game is it? It's a third-person over-the-shoulder shooter for PlayStation 2. But it was just chaos of just blowing up everything. But it was really funny the way they did it. Like, the alien sounds like Jack Nicholson. (laughs) Doing doing a Jack Nicholson impression, they... You would be able to read people's minds, and since you were in Bumfuck Hill, Hickville, wherever the hell this place is, like they would say some stupid shit, like "My Bessie, that cow." When I get home, I'm gonna kiss her on the lap, and they would just say shit like weird shit. It's like, what the fuck are you guys talking about? <laughs> and they would say really funny, like girls would brag about their dishwashers that they just bought from this new, like because back in the '60s. So, JC Penny catalog. Yeah, and they're like, "Oh my god, I cannot wait to get home." So that was like the that's where all the humor came from in those games. But it's just a remaster, so like it's well, I, I get they said it's a remake. Like the mechanics will be rebuilt, so it doesn't feel as clunky as the old one will. But the story is identical, so I just think it's a remaster. But I just wanted to give that one a little mention. I I'm pretty stoked for that one. What else we got, guys? Langrisser one and two remastered, Dan. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> More tactics games. It's yeah. Good, it's a good year for that. That's all it is. Which is more of it? Yeah. Fair enough. I I'm mean, happy those, for you. Those, those stories are just, they're very similar, so, you know, they're... Warcraft 3. Yeah. Yeah. Sell me. I. It's just a remake. It... I just like the the Warcraft RTS games. Man, it's really like era remakes and remasters and shit. Like that's how they that's how they make their money though. Is that they capitalize on nostalgia? I mean, look at 
the rest of the market, not even video games. I mean, look at pop vinyls, look at the t-shirts yeah. and accessories that are out there. I mean, hell, look at my whole fucking collection of Power Ranger shit up here over the last few years. That's how they do it. I'm looking forward to it, though. I Warcraft 3 was one of my favorite RTSs to play when Game On was in the mall. Yeah, really and truly, though, if I, if I knew where my copy of Warcraft 3 was and I knew I could get it running on my computer, it probably wouldn't have even made my list because... Like I said, it's just a remaster. Mm. So, I mean, if I had the original up and running, I wouldn't be too excited about it. It would just be another game. If you had it registered to an old Battle.net account and you can remember any of your credentials for that stuff, you should be able to re-download it. Because I have my credentials saved for the original Diablo 2 somewhere. See, and I, I lost all my original credentials. So Okay. This isn't like a dumbed-down version like that World of Warcraft thing that came out this year, was it? No, no. This is yeah. This is just taking warcraft 3 giving it a good cleaning uh probably fixing some of the stuff that was wrong with it originally and then saying okay here you go so i that'd be neat if they announced as soon as that dropped it's like hey we're gonna drop frozen throne in oh god like six months so that'll really sell it for me yeah i don't think i need to play that then i don't know yeah you don't seem like too much of an rts player they're okay i don't mind rts's but i would think if i haven't because I haven't played Warcraft any of them, so if I haven't, isn't that story pretty dependent on playing the first two in some ways? The characters. I feel no. like there's enough to actually like fill you in as you go that you won't feel lost. But um, this is like Blizzard if, in their golden era, so yeah, like, their storytelling is on point regardless if yeah. you've done it or not. You're still going to be invested if you exactly if you're there for the story, it's still going to get you. But no, yeah. no, like I don't think the story would be bad, but like. Do I need to know Thrall? Because it's like Thrall still in it mm-hmm. in this one. Okay, so not knowing what's happened to Thrall in the first two, would that impact me at all? You don't think so? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I think you'd be able to piece enough through going through the rest of the game that if it did entice you enough, you may want to go back and look further. But I think the story is pretty well built through is it? 3 okay. and Frozen Throne. Yeah. Well, I don't like. I like RTS. It's fine. They're fine. How's Halo Wars? So you've been playing it? It's okay. Are you playing one or two? He's playing playing two. two. Two? Okay. I, I just played online. Um, He's got Game Pass. Yeah, with yeah, on Game Pass with my brother and his friend. I'm not. I'm not great at it or anything. I'm probably barely decent. I would say it, it's okay. It's fun. Um, it feels simplified. Um, I think it would be better with a mouse and keyboard. That that's just me. I would think you every know, RTS is right. <laughs> I don't know how you can. I, I don't know how one could possibly be better without. It's necessary, yeah, you know, like, to move. Yeah, there's just so many, so many keybinds that like you can't put it all on a controller. Yeah. Well, no. and if you Maybe really want to be able to coordinate your units, you have to use a mouse and keyboard to yeah. be able to create your groupings. To be able to, you know, say this group Effectively, go here, yeah. this go, group go here, here, yeah. I think even with that said, I think they did a good job with the mapping to the 360 controller when the original Halo Wars came out. So I, I think, think they so did too. good with what they had. I've heard it's but, as good as you could do. Uh, yes, I think I think that's the best way to sum that up. I gave those games a lot of flack when they first came out, and I, I think I have to retract some of it because they're they're not bad. I mean, they're <gasps> console games. They're, we they're don't retract. RTSs. We do not retract on the NPCs. We stand by our shit. Oh, well, this was stated <laughs> long before. Well. I can't hold I can't hold stuff you did in your past against you. 
Dan, what the fuck is Trials on Mana? Uh, it's just a sequel to the Mana games, SNES era. But this is like an actual sequel. So. Oh, okay. Is it, full on does it still look like an SNES game? Or is it updated? I mean, it's still got that like vibrant, cartoony look. Mm-hmm. But I would say it looks more like a modern day like anime. Okay. But yeah, I mean, it's still going to be the same like... That would be fun for the people who like those kinds of games then. Yeah. I know a lot of people like the mana games, so that'll be interesting. It's it's mm-hmm. too bad because this one's only going to be single player, whereas the original one was three players because it was three characters. Those ones are hack and slash RPGs, aren't they? Yes. Yeah. So it's like a mix of like a like a JRPG meets a, like a Link game. Yeah. <gasps> we have Ori, Will, and the Wisps on this? <gasps> That's not, not on mine. Well, then you're a piece of shit because... Ori kicks ass. I, I've only started it, so I can't really speak to it. And you did not instantly fall in love with it? Dude, you know how many games I play all at the same time. I don't give a fuck. So do I. And I instantly fell in love with it. I play more than you. you do you? Bitch. <laughs> I know you are not saying you play more games than me. I don't know. Oh, maybe you maybe in 2020 we need to you guys need to keep mind. a logbook of the amount of hours spent then. Dan, I'm about to flip this motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> don't think he play more games than me? That's poop poop pee pee motherfucker. <laughs> he might try more, but if it doesn't beat him more. How many did you just buy on the Steam sale? Like 10 games? Are you going to beat yeah, any like How many beat how many beat, you beat this year? I don't even know. I didn't count. So zero. Of course, you also got to remember, <laughs> I didn't play anything for the first eight months because I was stuck in a chair with no games. But don't give me a head start like so. that. <laughs> don't do it. Yeah. 2020 is about redemption. Yeah, we'll see what you got. Okay. See if you can keep up, motherfucker. No, these are good uh, platformer, Metroidvania style. Really, really good music environments. I'm excited to see. I don't know how you... I didn't need another one though. Like I thought, Ori was fine just being a, a standalone be story. Another, yeah, just another separate story. I don't think they're really going to even be too related besides Ori. Yeah. Oh, so. uh, well, you because the owl is your companion in this one. That's at the end of the first one. Okay, so I guess it is. Like it's a sequel, but it was a sequel I never needed. Right. Kind of thing, but I'm still pretty stoked for that one. It's already downloaded on my Xbox. Sure. Will the Wisps is? Yeah. You can pre-download it for Xbox Game Pass right now. I wonder if I already did that. You should. I'll go double check. You and I. Did you play Ori, the original one? I didn't. This is a fucking good game. Everyone should play it. Like, it makes me cry, but that's because I'm a bitch. And it's got a little animal death in it, and I can't handle that. I don't. It makes me me fucking sad. I know. Like, Dan, it was sad, though, right? Like... I guess. Ah! <laughs> See, my, here's my issue with that: is like we had just been introduced to that character less than five minutes ago. So well, I was talking about the end. The end one's the one that makes me really, really. Like, the opening's kind of sad, but the end one, the mom uh, owl. I don't remember that. She's the bad guy for the whole game, but you find out she's just protecting her kid oh, through well. the whole fucking game, and you kill her. Such as, wow. such as the way of nature. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Damn. 
Well, you had to to make the tree grow. Like it, well, it I guess had, I don't need to it, play it had to be done. Blind Forest now. I've, well, I you just, weren't going to anyway, well, Mr. I Play Games. I still have Shut the fuck up. So. I didn't ruin it for you. It'll still hit you. No. I tell you, I promise you. Because you don't know what's coming, man. That crossbow just comes out of nowhere. Oh, now no I know cross- it's a <laughs> <There's no crossbow. laughs> She's hit by a truck. <laughs> yeah, in the middle of a forest. Take yeah, the- Ori's last upgrade is a semi truck. Oh, sweet. Yeah, but they take the same engine from that uh, big rigs. Oh man! Where you can go infinite, <laughs> infinite speed backwards, and you just <laughs> fuck this all up. <laughs> None of that actually happens in the game, guys. Sorry. Damn. I got you excited. I know. Hey, Streets of Rage Four. I completely forgot about this one. Yeah. And I love Streets of Rage. I'm actually curious to see if, how bad they're going to fuck it up. Oh, I, know I know it's not going to be good. It's just like a side scroll beat em up? That's exactly what it is. Yeah, it's the exact same thing. It's the same thing Germ's been talking about nostalgia. That's all it is. But That's they did get the original like... guy to do the same uh, music. Oh, really? Yeah. So That'll be cool. That's That'll pretty be cool. Yeah, It'll be interesting to see because in that same vein, I didn't put it on my list. What, what do you think about Streets of Rage 3, though? It was fun. What do you think? It was fun. <laughs> it was um, fun. In that same vein... Battletoads is supposed to be this well supposed to be last year but fuck off Battletoads that looks awful it looks so bad that trailer came out of E3 at Battletoads at E3 yeah oh it looks so fucking bad I had to think back it looks clunky as shit and that's actually kind of what I think Streets of Rage is going to end up being the side scrollers a lot harder to do like we should give more props to the ones that actually do it right like Castle Crashers and shit Oh, yeah. because again what it's going to be is like you said it's going to feed on the nostalgia it's going to sell a lot of copies and it's going to end up being shit I think it's going to suck, I too. hope it isn't, think, for, the, for the sake of those, especially you who want to play it, but yeah. it's going to end up, you know, let's hope it doesn't go down that path, but... I got no, Little Nightmares, too. Did you like Little Nightmares? Oh, you didn't play it? That's weird, because yeah. you say you play more games than me. <laughs> and I played it, so that's weird oh. that you play more games than me. <laughs> no, just a little... It's like creepy Tim Burton horror. It's not scary, it's just extremely unsettling, some of the uh. shit they have in it. It's really fucking good, though. I really, It's got a really cool animation style. It almost looks clay. Oh, yeah. I recommend anyone should play Little Nightmares because it's like four hours long. It's <laughs> puzzle platformer, kind of. Kind of like Inside. You play Inside? Mm-mm. No, no. Fuck. Inside was good. Inside, okay, if you like Inside, yeah. you're going to like Little Nightmares. Oh, yeah. I think Little Nightmares is better than Inside. It has much more creep factor than Inside does. Inside wound up being kind of strange in the end, though. Yeah, when you turn that big blob. Yeah. It's pretty sweet. That's another one off my list, guys. That was pretty sweet. What the fuck is Silk Song? Silk Song is the sequel to Hollow Knight. Oh, oh yeah, we're right. in. Yep. I'm in. Yep. <laughs> you, you sold me. I liked me some Hollow Knight. Hey, did you play more of that? No. Sure. I uninstalled it. <laughs> you do not realize how... To my listeners, my jaw just fucking dropped. You're insane. That is such a good game. I guess I am. I had to make room for Untitled Goose Game, so... Oh, fuck off! <laughs> Don't even... Oh, my God! Oh, oh I'm so it, fucking man. pissed at you right now. He was already on the edge. I just had to push him over. Oh, my fucking God. No, I have... Any I... motherfucker who clears Hollow Knight off their goddamn hard drive for Untitled Goose Game needs to be fucking shot. I have nothing against... I will go Hollow get you Knight. with my gun right now. <laughs> Let's fucking do it, man. Oh, my. I have nothing against Hollow Knight, okay, and it definitely has its following, and you guys like it, so Silk Song coming out, then doing a sequel is 
well deserved then. You know, you guys. But will... you'd rather play Untitled Goose Game too. Honk. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> Oh, then yeah, I'll be. I'm pretty stoked with you. Then I didn't know they were doing a sequel. Dan. It's gonna be uh, Switch only too. So, originally, really? just... well, well the eventually timed kinda... release or I'm not sure. Yeah, I mean, Hollow probably Knight, timed. The first yeah. Hollow Knight was Switch only at first. No, it was PC and Switch, and then it came to consoles later. But it came out. So yeah. I like how you say it was PC and Switch, and then it came to consoles. And so the Switch it. is not a console, it's just a game no. accessory. It's, really not. <laughs> it's a game accessory, it's a tablet accessory. <laughs> they're, rem- they're doing a remaster of System Shock 2 this year. I oh. am excited about that. Yeah, see, now System we Shock. got now yeah. I got some motherfuckers right here. A lot of people didn't play System Shock. Yeah, I didn't I did. play the first one, I did yeah. play the second one. What is it? Uh, it's like the, well, Bioshock's kind of like its spiritual successor. It, well, Think Bioshock kind of in space. Yeah, you're on a space station. Um, With a rogue AI computer kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, it had really disturbing visuals, too, um, at times. It, it was really cool, though. This was one of the... This was maybe... I can't... Is it the first one with a rogue AI computer? No, I think it was no, that, System Shock 2. No, 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 no. Like, that was the first series that did that idea. Ooh. I can't think of a That's game That's a really before. tough one for me to think on because of how much has come out since then. Uh... Like, a bunch of have done it Maybe. since, but I can't think of another one that did it before. It might have been, like, the first rogue AI computer game or and that, video game. But oh, boss fight is bullshit. I don't remember that. Oh, well, the, comp- the computer's hacking you while you have to fight it, so your screen just kind of oh. slowly becomes the, yeah. I still, oh, man. That's a good game, though. It's got really good. So it's It's really good environment in that game. Oh, so yeah. What's it getting put on, the remaster? Uh, it's originally going to be on PC, but then it should come to PS4 and Xbox One too. I don't know if Switch is getting it. Probably not. I don't think. I don't think it would. That one's like twenty five years older or more, isn't it? No, it's not that old. Is it? It's not. It's not. Uh, it's maybe like maybe just over twenty. I don't know. Maybe just over twenty, like late nineties, early two thousands. That's almost That would have been ninety five. That would have been ninety five. I don't think mm-hmm. so. Give me a date on that one, Sherm, while we talk about the next one. Was it System Shock? Two or yeah. just system? Uh, well, we talk about the next one. Neo two, Dan. Yes, for me and you. Yeah, because these fuckers can't beat it because they play games. <laughs> fucking asshole! I'm so mad that you fucking. That <laughs> what? I cannot believe. I'm mad about two things. This motherfucker thinks he can play more games than me, and this motherfucker clears off Hollow Knight on his fucking hard drive to put on Untitled Goose Game. My day is ruined. You ruined Christmas. All right, hold on, hold on. Circling back, around, circling back around, the first System Shock game came out in 94. Woo! We are old. Ah, that's... Ah. I didn't see much on Neo 2. Though, like, uh, as far as, like... The next evolution of the game, or whatever. System like, Shock Two was just looks ninety-nine. Like more. I just like the fact that you can make your character now, and the fact that there's co-op. Is it online co-op? Yeah. We could do that. Like that's enough right there for me to be like, I'm in. We could do that. Yeah. You? Did you like Neo? I never played Neo. What? And I just started Dark Souls again. I'm actually trying it this time. Did you beat it? No, I, I told you where I was. I know, he's at the Taurus Demon. <laughs> he's at the Taurus Demon. Yeah, we'll have to see if we can... You might like Neo, because I think Neo's easier than Dark Souls. So you might like Neo better. I really want to try Sekiro. I will bring Sekiro if you want to try Sekiro. I, I want to try it, because I love Samurais. I got that one. And they're, they're I got that thing, one. We can yeah. try that one. 
Xbox. Ooh, we're getting out of the good ones now, guys. <laughs> Dying Light 2. Man, I'm the only one that's going to fucking play it, huh? I think so. I'm not going to play it. None of you guys really? I didn't We can play one. co-op, y'all. I did enjoy one. You sons of bitches. I want to bash shit over the head with a pipe again. Don't you want to play Dying Light 2 with me? With me. You play with me, right? I've never played them. You said you play more games than me. What fucking games did you play? play. Well, the last uh, ten games. We I play suck. a lot of ex- obscure <laughs> games too that you've never even heard Preston, of. Preston, I'll play with you. Thank you, Sherm. Yeah. I just needed someone to fucking play. I haven't with played me. the Shit. first one. I'll, I'll play the second one though. You didn't play. Well, you don't have to. It's not like you have to. Then. See, there we go. I'll there play. are no stories in these games. This, it is. It is about the playing, year. It's about hanging with your friends 20, and beating the shit. Twenty twenty is the year for me to get back into video games because I only really started exploring more and more after we started this up back yeah. in June. So, Dan, you you'll play it right if they put it on Game Pass. Would you play if, it? If it goes on Game Pass, I'll play it. Yeah. You play it? All right. I'm gonna call Xbox. It when was we're just done so here. much like I don't know. I didn't really enjoy the parkour system that much for it to be like. The one of the main features of the first dying is like, oh, it's zombies, but you can do parkour. And I'm like, I just I wouldn't even think it's a main thing of like it's. But they featured so many different things about that first game, though. That it's like with the parkour, it's like a lot of people are like, oh my gosh, it's Mirror's Edge, but with zombies. And I was okay that it mm-hmm. wasn't though. Yeah, that that was just a lot of the focus though. Like the only time I ever used the parkour was to attack them from an angle. That maybe they wouldn't have expected. I don't know. I, I enjoyed the hell out of the game. That's actually one of my... Mm. That's my favorite zombie game. But we'll see. From everything I've seen, though, a lot of people say it plays very, very well. I mean, it looks good from what they've shown. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. I'm interested to see like how like the faction... Yeah, and those games had really great draw distance, too. Yes. Like, you can... You uh, you they're some of the prettiest fucking games. Game. And since Dead Island 2 is never coming out... <laughs> did you play that one? Which one? Fuck off. <laughs> Just fuck off, Kyle. <laughs> you son of a bitch. He's so angry. I'm mad at him. Oof. Ghosts of Tsushima. Oh, this is going to be a good one. I don't know. PlayStation needs to make a comeback on their exclusives. They fucked up their last three. Which ones? Let's see. Well, I guess Spider-Man was good. I was going to say, I get yeah. the, the, my uh, last year, I was like Spider-Man, God of War. No, they've had two. In, they had, oh, fuck. What the fuck was it? I'll get back to you on those. But talk about Ghost of Tsushima for me, Kyle, because it's on your list. Are you going to play it? Yeah, I'm going to play it. Are you sure? Yeah, probably. <laughs> oh, my God. No, I'm, I'm, play I'm just actually oh, surprised. Death Stranding. Oh. Death Stranding. Well, Day's gone. No one else thinks they've dropped the ball except the minority. Well, then they're fucking wrong. <laughs> <Exactly>. because- <laughs> Uh, I'm going to look up PlayStation exclusives while you guys talk about this one. No, I'm excited for it. Uh, all I've seen is the video for it, the or the trailer for it, but it looks really cool. And you said it's done by, what, Sucker Punch? Yeah, Sucker Punch. Yeah, so... I, so we were talking about that on the way here. Like, We weren't sure like how the difficulty is going to be in that game, but given that it is Sucker Punch, I don't imagine it's going to be incredibly difficult. Are you see? I would be worried that since Sekiro's now come out and Sekiro's a thing, I'm going to automatically compare it to Sekiro. It's the same kind of game. It's a combat sword game. If it's not as good as Sekiro's dual system, I'm going to hate it. I'm going to be really mad. Hmm. I, don't I don't know. With it being Sucker Punch, who knows? It could be something between like 
Sekiro and Dynasty Warriors, you know, like you can go all crazy just hack and slash people. Well, that's not what they were, right what they were showing, though. It definitely looks like no, it's yeah, going more towards like the realistic side of it. One on yeah. one, but you know, maybe it can get crazy, but it, you know, it is more, you know, stealth and you have to think about your tactics and whatnot. Who knows? I don't know. I didn't just. I didn't see that much of actual gameplay other than that last thing. Yeah, I saw that, that's the thing. From... Is there's there's really nothing of gameplay yet. I'm surprised so. it's coming on this generation. I thought with like how much they were they were. Well, showing, maybe they'll do that port thing. Right. I was gonna assume that it was gonna be a PS5 launch. Like that would have been a really good. It could be. It could be. Run it on PlayStation 4 for now, get it out there, and then if you drop that disc into a PlayStation 5, it's like, oh, download this extra 25 gigabyte file. Or maybe the next gen consoles are just going to use a lot of the games for this year as a crutch because they're going to have that backwards compatibility. Ooh, that's. I'm really hoping this one isn't bad, though. Mm. I hope not either. I really want this game to be be good. I I hope it'll be cool. I think it'll be cool. It looks good. I can tell you that. Yeah, like that fight in that uh, flower field thing, wherever it was. Just like even just like on the horse, just the the traversal, like, mm-hmm. you know, going through those those fields. Yeah, it's like look- man, that looks so good. Hopefully, hey, I'll play Marvel Avengers with you if you want. Will you? Yeah, I wasn't actually expecting you to play it, so I was surprised to see it on your list. But I'll play it with you. Are you making fun of me? <laughs> No, I was going to play it. No, you're not. Get the fuck I'm not! No, you're not. Dan, was I going to play was, this? Yeah. No. Yeah. Oh, and I was going to defend it, even though it's probably a pile of shit. Yeah, it probably will It be. looks like it's going to be, I think it's going to be I'm bad. I'm a sucker for superhero games. I like how they actually had to go back and fix a couple things about those character models already, that they they groomed Thor and gave him his like <laughs> his actual hair back, and that's how it was actually back nice and neat. That they also changed yeah. uh, Tony Stark's face, though, too. Did they, you, look, you like Thor's voice? Uh, it's just, I don't know. It's, weird. it's weird. Yeah, yeah it's that Not big Chris booming. Evans is Captain America. It's that big booming. I think that's what's... Mary, I shall vanquish you, I think guy. that's part of the <laughs> problem going voice. into this game is that a lot of people were thinking it's like, oh, they're doing an Avengers game. It's going to look just like what we've been used to in the cinematic universe. And it's like, no, you've got Captain America wearing SWAT armor. Who's also and, dead immediately. Yeah, and, and Thor looks like he's, like, five inches shorter and has some really fucked up facial features. I'm afraid it's going to have a lot of variety, but nothing feels complete in gameplay. It's going to feel like this is a basic God of War combat system. I'm also this is a basic Prince of Persia running off wall system. And then, of course, some That's on rail stuff, too. Yeah. yeah. Because they have the on-rails, at least they showed in the demo, for Iron Man. For Iron yeah. Yeah, so there's probably going to be a good mix of that. Like, oh, you want to jump to this character? Well, they can only fight like this. You want to jump exactly. to this character? You're very limited in your range. That's what my... But you have more motion in that given range. I really so. want to see that upgrade system I'm also that worried about, about their there. their future plans. Cause I know they talked about it. It was in during the... It was at E3, but it was during the Square Enix press conference. And they talked about, like, yeah, we're going to have new new heroes like every other month or something for like years and i'm just i'm worried that like it's going to uh, there's going to be like a balance issue like why, I agree. why would you never want to pick hulk over like thor yeah like well, who wants yeah. to be black widow over exactly. the hulk 
Yeah. And they're going to introduce like these like minor superheroes you, that no one's going to want. Do you care play. about playing as Ant-Man? Do you care about playing as as I mean Vision might be cool, but you know, well, that's all the, maybe that's not supposed really. to be in the multiplayer part, isn't it? Like the extra characters. I was really un- I was really I thought it was really unclear how they're going to do the extra characters. Yeah, if they did it as part of the story, it's going to have to be kind of tweaked to see because they even said like the story starts with Captain America essentially dying, right? And that's that's what they end up going off of. It's like, okay, does that mean that with Captain America's death, you pick a character and they take that spot all the way through that storyline, and then the only way you can change it around is starting the story over again? And it's like, oh shit, okay, now here's my Black Widow save, here's my Ant Man save, here's my, um, I mean. Do they go the path of the Guardians of the Galaxy too to add into the Avengers? It's like, okay, here's my group path or something. It is going to be interesting, but until they tell us more, I've, there's a lot up in the air. I'll yeah. play it, but it's I'm not sold on that whole game yet. I'm with you guys. Like, I'm going to have a hard time defending it, but watch me do it. Looking forward to <laughs> it, but <laughs> watch me defend its shittiness. All right, I'll, I'll play it. Sure you will. But uh, what? Yeah, it'll probably be crap. <laughs> I think it look okay. So I do think it looks really cinematic and pretty in a lot yeah. of spots, but that's because it's so contained. It's Crystal yeah. Dynamics guys; they make yeah. it look pretty. But I'm with you guys. Atomic Heart. Why in the fuck did none of you guys have this on your I list? I think I've seen a trailer for this one. What? Oh my god! You should watch it immediately. It's like it's a uh, stalker meets Bioshock. Ooh, sold. Yeah, I get you with that. <laughs> yeah, think of like yeah, two two. Of the Actually, I think that's a pretty that good way like to way up there on my list. Yeah, it's it's like Soviet Bioshock in its aesthetics. Like it's just fucking weird. And yeah, I'm the, sold. The, the I'm robots sold. and shit, but then it has a lot of customization and upgrading for like weapons to build. It looks like there's even builds you can do with like weapon styles and stuff like that. Um. I mean, it's not melee. I, no, there was even melee combat in it. I was, yeah, it was, they, yeah. yeah, they were building crazy. I'm really just stoked to watch it. I, you should actually watch that one. But no one else really paying attention to this game. This is my We Happy Few. Hopefully, it doesn't disappoint me like We Happy Few did. Oh man, don't get me started, dude. <laughs> I know, I know. Watch Dogs Legion. Fuck yeah, we should all want to play this game. I'm surprised you don't. You don't want to be a the- grandma. <laughs> that does kind of look. No, that funny. looks so good when she was one of them. Like, fuck yes! Just walking along, yeah. Or, or the video where she's sitting there on in the park on her phone, <laughs> yeah, attacking like, people. That shit was it's good. Just fucking ridiculous. It's actually my favorite part in this. The main reason why I'm excited for that game is like to be able to create your own roster. Mm-hmm. And from what they're saying, I don't know if they're gonna hold true to it, but like the amount of variety. In the actual recruitable population, in the permadeath part yeah, of it, yeah, oh. and you you die, and you just pick up as another character as part of your hacker group. But that's, that's awesome. Cool. That's that fucking is great. Cool. Like, and like I, other I characters. Know, did you play two? Yeah. Okay, so you played two. Two's much better than one. Oh, like, by far. As far as like the like upgrades, miles. Yeah, as far as the upgrades, the gameplay. Yeah. Like you could do like because they do that Ubisoft thing of sneak into a camp kind of thing and take out all the guys there but you can do it if you're good enough and you've done the right upgrades from your phone outside the camp and you can fuck with them all and take them out with drones and with taking over like pipes and 
blowing the steam valves or something like that or turning cars on and driving them out of the garage and shit like so the gameplay got really really good in the second one it's a really underrated game so i'm really happy to see that they yeah i just i want to see where they yeah, take see that where they here. go yeah with it, yeah if you add permadeath to that which i'll be like oh my god i have like my grandma will be I'm gonna make her crazy violent. Like I just can't help myself. With like, like she's gonna be the she's, she's gonna, gonna be, be the Uzis and just <laughs> double Uzi people. Like she'll be your in. most violent character, oh, but she'll be the oh. only one that survives all yeah. the time. <laughs> she's my Rambo. I'm gonna have her going in crazy. I was like, fuck yeah. Ah, the only thing is, <sighs> Ubisoft has not been great at launch no. for their games. They always usually fix them and support them until they get like eventually or, or that for honor. One, the division. Took two years. The division took time to. A year and a half. Yeah. So that's my only worry and right off the so bat. So maybe that's a game we should look forward to next year. Next year. year. <laughs> Good like, point. Yeah. Good 2021. Point. But the fact that they, it got delayed. Means they're taking it. The, well, they. What was. It was. Wasn't it? It was, yeah, Ghost, for, it was Ghost Recon. Yeah, it was because Did the first point. Watch Dogs get delayed too? No. So they could take out all the good graphics? Yes. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I do remember that specifically, like them showing off how good Watch Dogs was. Everybody was like, "Holy shit, this is the best looking game!" And oh yeah, that's remember right. what happened. Yeah, super yeah, funny too because all the assets are there, and someone actually wrote some code to actually be able to to access those graphics. No, and it's just a quick, easy mod on your computer. Hmm. Sure. Yeah. I'm looking at this game you got here called Doom Eternal. Oh man! And I'll tell you what, I'm pretty fucking stoked. That's getting me hard right now. Feel me, Kyle? I'm okay. Kyle? I'm okay. God, you never do anything I want to do. <laughs> God, I always got to do shit myself. Doom Eternal. I just want to know <laughs> what the fuck happens to Samuel Hayden after he fucks you over at the end of the first <laughs> Doom game, and where. You end up on Earth now or some other Earth-type colony to go and just beat the shit out of demons. That, that's, am, the whole, that's the whole point of the game for me that I, that I appreciate about the first one is that it got back to the roots of what Doom was. You're just running around blowing shit up. It does. I don't care about, I don't care about anything stealth-wise. I don't care about the, the darkness stuff that I'll they tried God, to introduce, no the flashlight stuff they introduced in Doom 3. I just wanted nitty-gritty, just let me tear a demon's head in half i am with like that That's, was that was the best part of doom one yeah. i still think that doom 2016 whatever you want to call it mm-hmm. i still think it's pretty overrated like in the end i think that that story's not great i think it's fine i i had a lot of fun with doom but everyone was like game of the year talk about it and i was like oh you guys need to slow down but the story part I am still itself, pretty stoked for this one. The story part itself I thought was good for a Doom game. Like for them to actually introduce a story instead of saying, oh, it's a, it's a Marine on Mars and you need to clear out all these demons and get this done. It's like, no, there's actually a plot point to it and you need to go and take this woman down. And it turns out, oh, this, this demon woman is not actually your bigger problem. It's the fucking robot that decides to screw you over instead that's what really kept me going because i got to the end of that game not thinking it was the end when he locks you in i think it was another pod or something like that and he's standing there having taken away the actual key to hell and it cut to credits i'm like son of a bitch so that's what i know it's funny that was a nice little yeah 
Although, hey, a shotgun, Rug a bolt. double barrel shotgun with a with a grappling hook in it that you can use to either pull yourself around or pull demons closer to you. I would like a little oh, more variety man. in the insta kill. It looks like they're yes. going to be doing yeah. more of that. But I mean, you can only offer so much variety anyway, though. Too depending, of course, on the amount of characters and the size of those characters too. Do you guys want to see multiplayer at all? I don't. They fucked up the last one. From what so they've shown so off, I hated them. Yeah. Yeah. What they've shown off, one. how it's going to be integrated into the campaign, it makes me a little leery. But the fact that you can like it's your vocabulary like, is amazing. Well, the fact that it's like Dark Souls, where it's like you can all of a sudden be invaded by other players who are these stronger demons. I don't know if I'm going to like I, that too much. I think like yeah. first campaign does it have to be offline? Does it have the, it does have the offline mode? I think mode. they said you can do it offline. Okay. That's what I want. As long as I it's optional, be, I couldn't care less. Yeah, I wouldn't want my experience to be ruined by like, hey, I'm in the first level and then here's a cyber demon walking in. Right, exactly. And you've only got your base pistol and shotgun. You know, that's not what I want. But no, I, I'd like that though is the fact that you could do a good ones through. And as you go, if you unlock any of those collectibles anyway, that it unlocks more demons you can get. And then anybody who has that feature on, either you're bringing demons into your game or you're going to be a demon in, in someone else's. Which I think is neat to just drop in. And They still need campaign you know. co-op. Yeah, I wouldn't would mind seeing another so one. Good. But they set it up in, that, in Doom 2016, though, that it's like this is just a solo badass guy running around and taking care of this. To add in someone else, though, or or even go up to four-player co-op, though, I think they'd have to do a whole other subset of a story, like maybe um, maybe just standalone soldiers for the actual military do group they, instead. Do they need to, though? I don't think they need to. No, I don't think they need I'm just saying I don't think you'd want to have that story where it has been the one-man army, and then it's like, oh, now he's got buddies with him to go and, and do this entire campaign. I think there'd have to be a split-off one where you're just playing as those... Well, um, I'm, I'm even thinking of soldiers. like the original Halo, that two-player co-op, and there's never a mention of the second player. I think they could do something like that, where like these games aren't story-driven enough. Well, I guess this Doom isn't story-driven enough to where mm-hmm. people would be like, "Well, why is there a second guy there?" You know, someone's going to because yeah. people are dicks now. But or at least if you do add in that second player, add in a modifier of like 15 percent more uh, chaos, whether it's more health or more damage, they can actually apply to you i don't know so that way it's like you're not it's like oh let's just play on normal and you guys are just mowing through it and done in five hours you know up that complexity though for the number of people you add in so i can i can see that part yeah and then cut scenes and that just break it to the one doom guy i've already seen their bethesda.net try to do this multiplayer co-op shit and (laughs) 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 pisses me off just mentioning that just gave me yeah i was like now you take it all back yep Fuck it. Single player. Yep. Don't want any multiplayer. <laughs> well, let's... Fuck Wolfenstein. We'll wrap that up there with Last of Us Part 2. <gasps> the now. last game on our list? Perhaps the finest? It's going to be so fucking good. This dude. one was... This one's a Ubisoft game too, right? No, this oh, is Naughty Dog. Of Us. Naughty Dog. Sorry. Naughty Dog. I, all I'm thinking is with how Ubisoft really like pushed off a lot of stuff because of their... The problems with Breakpoint. I don't know how Last of Us got... Wrapped in, but that didn't. Didn't that one get a little bit of a delay though? It did somewhere. It went from February to okay. May. That's right. Yeah, just a small one though. But yeah. I, okay. I actually want to see if it can be as good as the first one. Like that's, that's a pretty high... close to a, like game of generation kind of thing. So I want to see how can you do it again. 
I will be absolutely amazed if Naughty Dog can do it again. But God, they're so good. They don't fuck up often. Was the last game Naughty Dog fucked up? Go ahead, tell me. Can't do it. That's I don't right. Think I can. I don't. I just told you. <laughs> Did we miss any games, guys? That's that's a lot of fucking games we were looking for. Well, to. let's do. Let's it's do this. Be then. a good year. Yeah. Yeah. Well, before we move into our other sections, let's go ahead and just take a quick break. We'll circle back around to uh, what we'd like to see in gaming in 2020. Wait, wait, wait. And before we do that, you get one game this year. What is it? Your game for this year. Like, like The game what? you're looking forward if to. You can only pick you, one game. You only get play. one game. What are you going to play? Bitch. Seven, um, seven Remake. Seven Remake. Not, a, not even a question. Man. Oh, man. I don't know. I'd have to. I think Doom is the one I'm more excited for right now, at least in this first quarter. I think I'd but go Atomic the, Heart. Uh, Maybe Last of Us too, but Atomic, Atomic Heart. Heart does look cool too. But I think Doom, just because I really want to take a shotgun to Samuel Hayden's face. <laughs> Stupid smug robotic. That's face. a pretty fucking good yeah. seven remake, huh, guys? Yeah. Damn, you're killing me. All right. Yeah, but let's take a quick break so here, and then we will circle around to the rest of our content. So we'll be back in just a moment. Yay! And we're back. Thank you. All right. So. <laughs> that wasn't even the right response. You said that. And I was like, well, okay. How do, we, how do we continue now? Man, this. I wish there was an easier way to do timestamps. I wish I could just hit a button here and just say timestamp this shit. Do Man, it. Yes. All right. So we're now on to the next section of this week's podcast, and we're talking about what we want to see in gaming in 2020. Not necessarily games itself, but kind of the industry trends and what we'd like to see some some things change or become, you know, something new out of the out of the industry itself, or but I guess really anything gaming wise in general. Um, so I'll Kyle, you I'll kind of go through the what you what candy? the candy. What the fuck? Did you bring want, enough for the class? I want candy. I didn't know I had candy. Are you going to give me the candy? I probably have some from Christmas upstairs somewhere. <laughs> if you really want candy. I want candy. I just want to say candy. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> yeah. Candy. God. He's digging himself a hole. He's digging us all a hole. <laughs> So anyway, so... Oh, shit, we're recording! We have been recording. So going into 2020... Redo that! I can't! That's not how this works. Well, okay, take the back. It kind of is, but that's, that's not That's exactly point how this works. This is called accountability, Preston. No, well, fuck. Hold on. I'm holding. I'd like to apologize. I'm sorry. <laughs> I have wasted your time. Adolescent humor. If you feel and I'd that, like to apologize. If you feel that Preston has wasted your time, you, please man. send him a direct message. Oh, I'm asking not talking to him. I'm talking to Kyle. Oh, I was doing the candy thing to him. So candy. Oh, what are we talking about? A lot of these people have already like turned at us, like turn it off, unsubscribe, well, that's and why their phone we're, out there. That's what I wanted them to do. <laughs> So let's talk about what we want to see in gaming in 2020. Got you, bitches. And one of the first things, of course, is that we're going into a new generation of consoles. We've got the Xbox Series X that was officially unveiled a couple weeks ago, formerly Project Scarlet. Um, and we've got the PlayStation 5 coming out here 
at the same time as well, too. Holiday 2020. Yeah. Um, the biggest question is, what are they going to offer that's different than you know each other, other than exclusives? I'm kind of wondering, and I'm I hate to say this, I'm kind of hoping that the Series X and... I heard this on a YouTube channel that I frequent, Linus Tech Tips. They were talking about the possibility of maybe the Series X being an actual PC, but that it runs some sort of Xbox software on it that you could boot into Windows 10 and actually have a full-fledged desktop with the capability for 4K games on it, or boot into a... Uh, the Xbox side of it and run your Xbox 360, Xbox One, Series X games, and so on, using the exact same interface we all know and love off of the existing Xbox One. Um, so I think that'd be one thing to differentiate it, because they're already making it out right now, especially with the Xbox One, that it's it's becoming more and more of a PC every day. I mean, outside of having a, a web browser on it, which I assume the market for using that is very, very small. I mean, I don't know how many people use Microsoft Edge on their Xbox. But they've got their keyboard and mouse support now, or at least they've had it for the last six months. And Razer's making official peripherals for it, so you don't just need to plug in your own keyboard and mouse here. You can get something that's kind of built for it, but at the same time, it looks like a PC gaming keyboard mouse setup. And so I, I'm kind of leaning that direction that I would like to see the Series X go that way to become a full-fledged PC. I mean, I don't know if... I mean, I, I guess as a parent, I guess where I can see that being one of the neat things, though, is that the kids could have that as their all-in-one, um, one-stop shop. It's like, okay, you can see them up there on the TV. They're getting homework done. They're looking at the things they need to. You know, they're, like, for my kids, they're talking to family overseas. And then, you know, okay, homework's done, everything's confirmed good. Okay, they just boot the, the console over, and they're on the Xbox side, and they can jump into Halo Infinite or or Doom Eternal or whatever else is out there. Um, I don't know what you guys think. I know you, you're... That would be a neat capability, and I think if any of the two consoles is going to do it, it's going to be Microsoft. So it would be sweet to do. And that's where... It, I think it's possible, too, like... But I think part of it still ties into that same price point level we talked about a couple weeks ago. Is like, what would you pay for the Xbox Series X? And I think we talked, what, five ninety nine, six ninety nine. Yeah. So six hundred bucks is the most you would pay for the Series X, right? Is that kind of the general consensus yeah. amongst everybody? Yeah. So imagine if you could have an all in one full fledged PC where it could boot between Windows and Xbox. I mean, Game Pass is a good example of that now. That I'm subscribed to Game Pass and I can download games to the Xbox and I can download some, if not maybe 75% of those games to my PC and play them with a keyboard mouse. I think that's maybe part of the test and the bridge to lead to maybe the Series X running a full-fledged Windows 10 on it. And I think that would be great, especially a good use case outside of like with my kids would be Preston. Because Preston doesn't own a gaming PC... But this would be a way for him to be able to upgrade to the newest console, but have the best of both worlds. That he wouldn't have to go and invest in a, a $600 to $1,000 gaming PC and a $600 console to be able to enjoy games across the board. You're convincing me. Sell me more. Um, I, I don't know. I, well, that's all I got. What more do you need, man? <laughs> PlayStation already kind of did that. 
Oh, they did with the PlayStation Three. They yeah, did the have PS3 that Linux the, kernel. Yeah, they had the Linux kernel in the first. What was it? Two firmwares. It was yeah. It was in the first two firmwares yeah. and the first the first hardware release because after that, when they came out with the second gen of the PlayStation Three, not the right, not right. the redesigned one, but the the smaller hard drive versions. Right. I think it was post Metal Gear Solid Four. I think the version <laughs> of that console right after that's when they dropped the support. Like but, officially, and then went back and said, "Now the firmware is gonna." I, I think. Get rid of it. I think. I could see Microsoft not doing the PC thing for the same reason that Sony got rid of it, or at least that Sony part in part got rid of it was because of the hacking. Because you know people were finding ways to pirate games, you know, and back like backups, no big deal. But I mm-hmm. mean, piracy is kind of the same thing if you're just ripping games. Well, and so. that's. And that's an interesting thing to say, too, because I can see that part of it being an issue. But as security goes on, though, too, especially with being in an always-on situation with these consoles, um, I don't think there's going to be an ability to get away with it. Like, if if you'd have to be hardcore offline to exploit that... To try to get around it, if they came around, uh, to if that ended up being the case, to have the split Windows 10 Xbox environment. But if you're in an always-on and you go and hack it, then they're just going to brick your machine. I bet you it's going to be right there in the in the terms and conditions that says any modification of this, it won't even be avoiding your warranty. It's like we're just going to go ahead and shut down the Xbox side of your console, yeah. and now you have just a Windows PC. You know, I mean, they they can't do that with mine. Just because I have Windows 10 on my computer, they can't go right, and just right. shut down my PC itself. But I could see them completely destroying that part of it. Um, at least that part of the hard drive that the Xbox software could reside on. Like, or they could just do what you know they've been doing since what late late 360 era, where if they find out that you're you know hacking or whatever, you're permanently marked. You can't do Xbox Live. You know. There's all sorts of like bans that they they put you under. I'm sure so. that I'm sure yeah, and Microsoft as big of a company as they are anyway, that they probably have a way to tag your location too. So if they see an Xbox turn on at your IP address, that okay, no, we can't allow any more Xboxes this way. Regardless if you went and bought a fresh one and you're not hacking it anymore, it's like you've lost your Ooh, privileges. By our IP address though, that's a little bit more difficult cuz um I don't know. Streams could get crossed there, especially it, oh, if someone's well like, could. <laughs> "Yeah, I did say that." <laughs> I guess no. You're right because especially if you live in an apartment complex and it's a shared internet, don't cross the streams. Or if you're, or if you're in a, if you're in a house like mine, you've got a roommate and you're, you know, you're, um, you're playing clean, no problem. You're not doing anything Xbox, but your roommate is likes to just hack away exactly yeah it's there is a legal ramification for that it's like i paid 600 bucks but it's like you broke the terms and conditions yeah. so it's a very very fine line yeah that but this is only an an if though and that's right. why i want to see it though and it's but enough on the series x though because i mean it is microsoft the xbox one already runs on a on a forked version of windows anyway right and then has that but you don't see the windows side of it but I don't know about the PlayStation Five. Yeah, let let let's go to that because uh, Microsoft at least actually released some designs. Like we haven't seen anything as far as like what the the setup's going to be like as for the 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 operating system, you know, or 
you know, what the, the user interface is going to be like. We haven't even seen the back of the Series X. No. We've only seen no. the front. We've only seen the but front and the new controller. more than we've seen for the PlayStation 5. I know. We've seen more of dev kits than we have of the yeah. actual unit. But maybe that's the point is that maybe they they don't want to rush it because maybe they're not at the right stage to share it out. Unless it's going to come out like some angled jumble of a console like the PlayStation 4 and Pro were. I'm just glad to know that we're not getting a fucking boomerang for a controller. <laughs> I've got to go dig in my my boxes out in the garage for that, epi- that uh, episode issue of Electronic Gaming Monthly where they showed off that controller. Right oh, there. Yeah. That was such a fuck up. Well, I I know I I'm glad they're sticking with DualShock because that's what they've yeah. that's what they've been good at. So hey, they're getting rid of the light bar though in the DualShock yeah. Five. So whatever that means for the VR system. Well, I know in PlayStation 4 it bought you a few couple of extra hours of battery life if you turned it off. You you had to open the controller and disable it. Oh, I thought they actually had it. No, you can dim dis- the brightness of it too and it also buys you time. Oh, okay. I thought they actually had a setting in the uh, PlayStation 4 itself that you could go in and just... okay. Oh. You, you, can't, shut, you can't shut it off all the way, but you can uh, dim the brightness of it that doesn't use as uh, much battery power. Oh, okay. Well, I ruined a controller, but I traded it in, so it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Pulled one Attaboy. over on him, huh? <laughs> yeah, a nice. few times. <laughs> you piece of shit. I know. Wow. If you want, I can figure out what it looks like. I can call Sony real quick. I got him on speed dial. Let's take a look. Oh, if you guys are curious, too. This thing says that there's 330 million Microsoft Edge users. And the title of the article is, there's no fucking way. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, fuck that. Yeah, there are that many Edge users because they have to go in and install Firefox or Chrome somehow. They said there's no fucking way. That's right. Um, Anything else on the consoles you guys are looking forward to for them? I I want my backwards compatibility. Which we already know for the Series X we're... We should be getting at least from what Phil Spencer said so far. Yeah, that he was ah, able Phil. that he was able to play Xbox One games on his on his own personal Series yeah, X. Son of a bitch got to take one home already. He's the head of Xbox. It's Are you going like to deny the guy that basically signs off on everything for that? Yeah, I am. <laughs> Give him Fuck a call. Him. Give him a call. Why you wouldn't play? You're going to play an entitled goose game on a Series X? Fuck off. I might. Maybe that'll be the first game I load. Ah, oh, fuck you. Untitled <laughs> Goose game in 4K, 60 frames per yeah, second. Yeah, buddy. Stop it, dude. I'm getting so mad. It'll Stop actually it. Be a, it'll be a remaster where it looks like you're actually playing as a, a, a real-life goose. You got people moving around, yeah. Great. They didn't, uh... I had a stroke. <laughs> <laughs> I hope there, you're happy. Wasn't there a pigeon simulator? Maybe I should... There was, yeah. but that pigeon simulator played more like goat simulator. Yeah. Yeah. Is, That's, is that what you want yeah, from gaming? I, I, uh, yeah. I That's what you want to simu- see from gaming I, I in 2020? I, more pigeon I want a simulator? Pigeon simulator on, on the console. Fucking asshole. I've got a pigeon dating simulator. <laughs> of course you do. It goes right next to your yeah. genital jousting. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> <sighs> um, you son of a bitch. What games do you play this year? Genital jousting and pigeon simulator? 2020 game of the year. <laughs> do you know Final Fantasy VII came out? Don't care! <laughs> um... Is there genital jousting in Final <laughs> Fantasy VII? Kind of. Yeah. Is that, a, is, that not, is that like that? Oh, is that that quick switch thing you guys were talking about? 
You switch from you switch from Buster Sword to just you, dicks. Just dicks everywhere. Penis or vagina right on the fly. <laughs> I don't know. There are some uh, well dressed <laughs> dickheads that you have to fight a few times. So Cloud Cloud has the dildo really. Do you want credit Saints for Row. dickheads? Really? Yeah, yeah. I do. do you want credit? Yeah. Right. If we're gonna if we're gonna drag it out this far, yeah. Fuck. Um, <laughs> fine. Give him credit for dickheads. That's one point for Kyle. All right. But he lost a bunch of other ones when he said he played more games than me. That's ridiculous. So <laughs> the other thing on here though, I was thinking of going into the year and we've already kind of talked about it a bit especially with crystal chronicles was crossplay support and hoping that they actually move forward with more of that going into all these other games that are coming out especially multiplayer games that it's the exact same game just released on a different system i'd like to see it um day one out of the box be cross-platform on on a game agreed they have all that time to flesh out multiplayer in their game and if the game is really multiplayer focused they should be working on cross-play i'm actually i'm I'm sure it will be actually but i'm glad at least more and more doing it already i just hate that like they pushed for it for so long on rocket league but the one that actually sold it was Fortnite. That Fortnite got to be so big that that's what was that's what teetered everything over and said, "Okay, we got this big franchise here. Let's go ahead and now offer support for crossplay." <laughs> I really accidentally turned it on. A bit. <laughs> that was awesome. Yeah, but at least it's at least it is becoming more Oops. and more of a thing. <laughs> but it shouldn't have to be a struggle for it. And that's where I agree yeah. is that it should be day one. If you buy. Overwatch 2. You can play on the Switch, on the Xbox, and on the PlayStation with everybody who has. I'm sorry, I stopped listening to you as soon as you... As long as you're playing against anyone on a Nintendo Switch. I I stopped listening to you after you said, you can buy it on the Switch. (laughs) I'm just using it as an example, okay? Doesn't mean it's going to be any good on the Switch. It's just one of those... No, it'd just be be, uh, Microsoft, Sony... PC and then the the Switch has their own category. <laughs> they can they can swim. Nintendo's in the got pool. the kitty table. They have yeah. yeah they have Splatoon. That's it. Well, see, and then even crossplay support, like we talked about with Crystal Chronicles, you said that they're going to release Crystal Chronicles for iPhone and Android. That's correct. So I know them. That's going to offer a whole other level of issue because are they going to make it so if you want to do any of that crossplay, you have to go buy? A controller to actually plug in and be able to do it, or is there going to be enough real estate to handle on-screen controls? That's that's going to be part of the issue. And then what's what's going to be more uh, value-oriented? Is you know, is it going to be actually buying it on a phone, but then having to go buy all the other accessories, or already have a console and then just pop the disc in or download it? You know, are you gonna I are you gonna try the crossplay stuff even on your phone? With it, are you going to buy it on both console and I, phone? I might. Okay. Um, it's a possibility. Mainly because the other thing they announced with that game, too, is it's going to be cross-save. So, like, you'll actually be able to... If you're playing on the Xbox One or, or whatever they're releasing it on, um, you playing it on console, you could load it up on your phone and just take it with you? Yep. Okay. So then their expectation is going to be you not only have a online account for the system you're playing on but you need an online account for their service so you're going to need like a square enix account God, you gotta to get in for each of these for everybody god it's yeah fucking well that was a pain in the ass too like with bethesda when they did the doom anniversary edition on um phones i downloaded it and the first thing they asked is you needed like can you sign in with a bethesda account that's like, what Shit. i want less of there we yeah. go that's what i want less of in 2020 Quit that's making a good me one sign up for all your fucking accounts 
I don't want any of them anyway. Quit making me be connected online to play a single player game. Yes. Just let me play a single player game offline. We're giving you, we're giving you our bitchy things. That's okay. You've ups, you, it's just because you upset me. Wow. Sorry. Like, I know it, was it wasn't years your ago, fault, but, but probably one of the best examples of you know let me play my single player games offline is SimCity. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's in his head. Exactly. You'd probably save yourself so much on resources to be able to not have to sign into a secondary oh, yeah. online service because I don't want to have to like. I'm grateful that I don't actually have to have the Rockstar Club loaded on my computer to go into Grand Theft Auto V, but to redeem some of those Twitch Prime rewards they come out with for Grand Theft Auto V, I have to be signed into it. It's an unfortunate thing that I have to be in there to redeem those. I can't just load Grand Theft Auto V from Steam and get those in there. So it's kind of a double-edged sword, but I... I really hope this year that they do remove a lot of that reliance that maybe it's a one-time thing that you go in through your Xbox account and you link it to your Bethesda account. So when Elder Scrolls comes out or um, let's just say another Fallout game appears out of nowhere or something, you know, you're always just signed in and you don't have to continuously sign in every single time. That would be nice. Yeah. It would save a lot of trouble because then, you know, in this day and age of reusing passwords for everything though too while it makes it easier how many game companies a year get hacked very true you know and you're putting so much uh so much emphasis on security that it's like oh well then now i don't want to just sign in for another account i'm not going to play your game so you think that um the companies should also act it in, in a sense as like a password vault Mm-hmm. exactly yeah yeah it's uh, that that's the way it shouldn't be. So that'd be great to see it in 2020 as less reliance on secondary online accounts. That would be great. Yeah, I like your addition to the list, though. Thank guys. you. That's that's very. I didn't add nice. it. I know both of you are on there, so I no. can see. You. I can from my desktop. I can see your guys's cursors. I don't right think on you those. can. I, are you going to read it all though? No, I'm not going to. Damn it, sir! <laughs> I was hoping to trick him. <laughs> I'm sneaky, sneak, Kyle. Uh, I'm gonna move on to the one that Dan actually made a note of was um, complete games and not half finished garbage. That we don't need a game to come out that requires a day one patch that's like 150 gigabytes to install. Well, I assume even, it's like that. Not even necessarily that, but even this past year with me specifically thinking of Anthem, you know, these developers know when a game is ready to be launched and when it's rushed. Well, developers don't have a choice on that, though. Well, yeah, but it's. I would still like to see this be the year of twenty twenty, where even the, the higher ups, the they, publishers, they, get it. They, they understand. Like, we make more money when the game is better. You know, like, and more consistent across the board. I think too. Right. Because you can sell it with trailers. You can sell it with pre order bonuses, uh, but. When it comes down to it, if you're a fan of Giant Bomb or GameSpot or whatever you like to follow, and they end up saying, hey, this game is 60 bucks, but it plays absolutely like garbage. It plays like shit. They need to go back and do all these things. Then you're just going to alienate people, and it's like, oh, okay. 
I'm gone. You just want to make a quick buck and just rush process. That's why we got Ghost Recon Breakpoint, and that's yeah. why Ubisoft at least manned up and said, hey, we're going to step back, we're going to delay these games, review our production, and we'll get these out to you when we feel even more comfortable. They're the only ones that do, though. That's true. Yeah, you haven't seen EA take a step back and say, you know, we're going to do anything, other than there's the talk about Anthem being reworked. Uh, I, I mean, Fallout 76 with Bethesda just continues to go down the drain anyway. They got so, sacked. Yeah, they did, didn't they? <laughs> did they? <laughs> they did. Just another notch on their belt of complete screw awesome. There's no information for nobody on that game. <laughs> they got those eight people's information. Right. Damn. Who's putting credit card information into Fallout 76 servers to get more stuff from them? So, yeah, that, that was just more of a, a generalized, wow. like, just be better at releasing a, a, a polished game. I don't see that happening, though, because that's been a trend for yeah. the last five years or so, where it's easy for them to just keep working on it and put out the patch and fix their problems later on. But what sure sucks it though too is when you know they launch the game and you have to wait a week and a half for that patch to come out before you can actually play it. Well, I know it sucks, but they're gonna keep doing it. <laughs> I'd like them not to. <laughs> or, or like I said, well, it costs it costs money to stop production on to, to slow down deliveries and shit like that like it's, it's a money thing they, they yeah, can't they can't push back the deadline yeah if something's not ready your marketing materials are already printed and sent out um you've already got your um the printing company ready to go to actually start pressing discs and getting those boxed up and ready too well the and the it's consistency across the board too you know and maybe i'm thinking more over the past decade but like you you look back at games like Batman, where it launched fine on the consoles, but the PC version was broken for like a year. Yeah. You know, they're like alienating a whole audience just because, you know, they refuse to fix a version of a game for a full year. See, and I'm, I'm grateful that at least now that at least the the fandom and that of all these different games are standing up and saying, it's like, you guys need to fix your shit or we're not going to buy things anymore. And a lot of them are taking it to heart. Like the developers are, and they're doing what they can to actually push things out. And it is unfortunate that we do have day one patches though. Like there shouldn't be a day where, or there should be a, like there should be days this year where you get a game and you load it up and it doesn't need to do anything other than run. That's the only thing that you should really be getting out of it. Um, I think that's extremely naive in hope. I, I, well, don't know why, I don't know why you would ever expect that. It's, I, yeah, it's the problem is though, it's is like that building it just, a house and expecting it to go smoothly the whole fucking way. That's the, no, it's, that's not wrong, but of course it's, you go to sell the house to somebody though. And you know, the ceiling's not like on the ground when you go in to sell that to that, you know, for the person to come in and look at the place. Don't you remember when we were kids and when they released a game it pretty much had to be dead on, yeah. ready to go. There was no patch. Well, remember there was how no shitty fix. most of those games are, though. Like, there's still you encountered oh, a bug, and that was remember, yeah. I was like, they're yeah. still broken. Remember, there was a bug in Donkey Kong sixty four, and the only way to fix it was the expansion pack. That was True. the only reason the expansion pack was packed in, is because they found a bug, and some for some reason the expansion pack fixed it. Yeah, see, I guess for me, it's just like 
I don't I don't mind so much day one patches and stuff. It's just it's it's the it's the issues on the more extreme scale, where it's like you you know this game's not ready. Just do what you can to alleviate some of those issues. Are you talking yeah. like level of like No Man's Sky? Well, yeah, like that, or, or or like Anthem, where they said we're gonna do all this stuff and then they just didn't. They okay. abandoned it, right? It's this more those more extreme examples that I'm. They're more wanting to of- avoid. It was just like you. You're making your own game. You kind of, you know where you're at in the point where it's going to be released and where it should be released. More like they're thinking I of what's that, next. I want that disparity to shrink. Yeah, like they're more thinking of what's next. Like where's the next buck going to come from right. instead of like, okay, here's our game. Here's what we need to focus on. Yeah. It would be nice to actually see a lot more of that. And let's just hope 2020 is kind of that revolution because we got a lot of big games coming out this year. Um a lot of hype, new consoles, everything. And so I think there's a lot on the line here, especially for that, for for well-built games to actually come out and do exactly as they were advertised to. Are you expecting more or less broken games with the new consoles? <sighs> it depends, I guess, on whatever they really changed in the architecture, like on how to actually run the games. I mean, if the... I'm expecting if, more. I'm expecting if, more, unfortunately. Yeah. If Project Scarlet or Series X is really as backwards compatible as they say it is, and that it's able to play the current generation of Xbox One games with no problem connecting to the existing Xbox Live service, you know, I don't see as many issues, um, at least at this at this point in time. But it's going to depend on a game by game basis anyway. I mean, it, that's really it. It's just going to depend. I don't think so much this year, but maybe 2021 might have a little bit more because people are like, oh, I need to push my game to, to 4K, 60 FPS, or or 8K, 30 frames per second. You know, I really need to push that, and that's what they've been focused on. But then, yeah, the game comes out half-assed because they were so focused on just making it look pretty, but it plays like shit. Are there really that many games that come out half-assed? Maybe a couple a year. Seems pretty good. Like, I don't know. I, I would say there's a noticeable amount. I mean, if there wasn't, we wouldn't. Be I, I wouldn't say. About I it. wouldn't say as far as like like. I mean, super super half ass. But even think of like Borderlands, with like the inventory space and like things disappearing from your bank and not enough bank space. Mm-hmm. It took them a month and a half to fix that. So I mean, there are. I think a lot of games do have things like that, but. Like not on a, a game-breakingly huge, noticeable scale. I think there's a couple a year that do that, but I think more games. Isn't that kind of what the release is, though, is to test for that shit to see what isn't working, what is. But like, that's the problem. Like think about Dead by Daylight be. releases for killers and shit. They'll release it like, oh, I didn't even think that you would use the killer that way, or I didn't even think this would be a problem. But that's why I think that's it kind just of like a... just a test anyway to see how it's going to release. But that's why I think that's just that. It's a cop-out, though, for the developers because the Xbox and PlayStation are set hardware and that everybody who owns those has the same hardware technically. I understand PC. I really do, and I get why there's all the problems there are. I mean, there's still a quick-save bug in Fallout New Vegas that has never been fixed and won't ever be fixed. The only way to get around it is to turn off autosave, and that's unfortunate. But on something like a console where the hardware is standard across the board, 
other than the differences between these little generational changes, like the Xbox One to the One S to the One X. Okay, There's no excuse for them. And there's ways to test for that and to make sure that everything is good going out the door, save for minor things like, oh, hey, for some reason this car is floating in the sky, or or I take triple damage from this this level one creature for whatever reason. You know, th- those are those are very minor things. But I would I'm talking say 98% about, of them are minor, of the bugs that come out in a year. I'm talking more on the scale of, like, what Dan was just describing. Are we just talking about, like, the extremes, like Fallout 76? Is that what right, we're... Right, right. Yeah, because you think you're got you've got games coming yeah. from these reputable That's a game all by itself. <laughs> public, yeah, it <laughs> that really thing is. deserves its own fucking. Museum. You've got these games coming out from these reputable developers. I mean, Fallout seventy six online. You know, there was a there was great success with Elder Scrolls after they fixed the few issues they had, and it's like okay, maybe they learned their lesson, and now they're bringing it to the Fallout universe. They still haven't fixed the majority of the problems, and people are still having issues. There are people hacking in, as of right now still, or unless they fix that, Fallout 4 assets, adding in If you pay for it, now. we'll stop them from hacking you. Yeah. <laughs> Another $100, and we'll $100 stop the hacks. for the anti-hack pack. <laughs> <laughs> but then they could do it. Maybe this is, like, their way to stop EA, like, no, like... The- there's no more hold my beer. Like, watch us fuck this up beyond anything you could imagine. You, you've had the heat for all these years. It's it's our turn. It's we, a, we got ah. this. We got this. So that's that's why I'm saying it's like there's there's not much of an excuse for for the console side of things. But for PC, I I get with the different variations of hardware out there. I get it. I, I kind of like those extremes. They're fun to talk about. They, if they weren't fun to talk about, we wouldn't be here doing this. We got much this. fun to have about fucking Fallout 76. It's just such a piece of shit that here we are. They couldn't even give the game away for free. Like, yeah. they bundled it in with Xbox consoles, and just people kept on just like, I don't want this. I just wanted the console. Just give this game away. I would go more with the idea of, like, just... Maybe this is what you... Like, I don't know if this is what you mean, but... Just more interesting games. Like, every game feels the fucking same. In a lot of fucking ways. You got a lot of battle royales. You've got a lot yeah, of first-person pers- every, first person every shooters. Every fucking thing feels the same. For that genre, like, I don't see a lot of people innovating something, coming up with something completely new. Well, I, I know that's really hard to do, but... Like, even for... Like, just adding a twist to a third-person shooter that, like, maybe you didn't expect. Maybe that's Like, what Anthem, I thought, really did at first. That flying mechanic. I was like, wow, you've just taken this airborne. You've made a whole new idea. But maybe, then they just fuck up everything else. Maybe that's yeah. where VR will be the saving grace for this year. Mm. May, maybe. I just, I mean, Microsoft has said that, you know, they're like, oh, our player base doesn't really care too much about VR. Sony's got PSVR and they're working on a revision for that, supposedly. And then, of course, the, the blow up of VR for PC anyway, because that's the main, that's one of the main things for it. Um, that could, maybe that's the revolution because you think. Think about what Guitar Hero and Rock Band did, is that you actually have the instruments, you're playing the instruments, and now, like, with games like Beat Saber, as an example, you know, that's another that's another rhythm game, another rhythm music game, and you actually have to do the moving around to do that, and nobody would have thought of playing a game like, like that, you know, nobody would have thought a rhythm game with lightsabers, breaking blocks to the beat of all these different songs, that's something completely different and out there. Of course, you've got Half-Life Alex coming out here soon, though, too, and that's still going to be another technically a first-person shooter, even more of a first-person shooter, but you're going to be interacting with the environment way more, like pushing things out of the way to actually see through shelves 
or you know to to get to ammo that you didn't expect to get to it's not just a crate on the ground that you roll where you're actually like manipulating the environment to get stuff i still think that advent is in its infancy personally like i do too um I, I think the fact that Half-Life Alex is launching as a VR exclusive is the literally the very first baby step. We're just getting past a crawl on the VR um, standpoint. So, okay. no, that's I, I that's fair. I mean, we don't see a VR <coughs> headset in everybody's house. Video games so. are hard to make. That's I true. Feel bad for them. So, what would be like? I know you don't want them to put. You wouldn't want them to. You don't want them to put the game out half done. How long do you wait before? Doesn't matter. That's Doesn't not it? What issue. about Duke Nukem? That's not an issue for. Well, okay. I'm even thinking of like my my Crystal Chronicles. Supposed to be this year. Got pushed to January. Got pushed to summer. I, that doesn't bother me because for me, it's like do what you need to to make it as good as it can be when it comes out, and I will be much happier than. If it had come out in January, and every time I try and connect, all of a sudden I get some kind of connection issue because someone from an Android or an Apple is trying to join my game. But things like Kingdom Hearts 3 were, if Kingdom Hearts 3 had come out three to five years after Kingdom Hearts 2, I would have been fine with Kingdom Hearts 3. Mm-hmm. It took it 15 years. Like, like, part of it's like, it's just so disappointing. Like, this is what took you 15 years and the game plays fine. It's like there's just a disappointment, I think, for me. Like you start getting it more and built up, built up. Like okay, but they're going to fix everything. They're going to fix everything, and you just can't fix everything in a video game. Some there's just problems in video games. I think that was more of a failure on Square's side, anyway, though, just because they kept on moving the team around to doing different things to Final Fantasy 13 to Versus 13, which became 15, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, to the Final Fantasy 14 stuff. And then the amount of Kingdom Hearts filler games we got over the years. I mean, it wasn't just uh, DS games. I mean, you had, uh, I don't want to say Vita. You had a PSP game, I think, that came out that was Kingdom Hearts. You had mobile games that came out in Japan that were then re-released as 3DS games here in the States. Uh, you know, they added so much filler to it that I think that was more of just an executive decision. It's like, oh, what do the people want? Oh, they want Kingdom Hearts. Ah, fuck them. We're just going to make more Final Fantasy games. So I don't. I think Kingdom Hearts was just stuck in development hell because they kept on taking the best people who did work on the series and shoving them into other things. I think that's why that one ended up running into an issue. But do you feel like the wait was worth it, though, no. for Kingdom Hearts 3? How much longer would you have waited then? I mean, we've already waited for a while now how much longer do you think you would have given them like could they have ever given me the game i thought that was worth the wait though is like i guess my point okay i, I don't know how you could have I given me i don't know what you could have done for me that i would have been like this was worth 15 years hmm. of me waiting i don't know what they I could think have it's possible but hmm. i'm just that, I'm, that, actually, I'm actually just curious well, about that, that's also yeah. like on a personal like well, yours, yours is a remaster, so I'm like, I'm wondering if right, well, if, even, if it's different like, versus a remaster. Even like for Seven Remake, though, like mm-hmm. I waited five years, but what we've seen, and obviously, it'll, I'll make a judgment when I play it. But it's like you can. Well, until you saw that demo, though, weren't you on the idea of like, yeah, well, if they ever, if they ever actually do it, like, right? Kind of like Half Life Three is like, yeah, I'll believe it when I see it, mm-hmm. kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So even if you know it's in development. Like they they are working is like until you actually get it out. I don't know if you could ever be impressed with it. Like you're impressed now because you saw the demo, you saw it working. 
I don't know if it could have lived up to your expectations if they hadn't. I don't even know what the fuck I'm saying. I get, well, no, I, I see that, though, too. Is like They showed off Final Fantasy VII having been in like development as a remake since PlayStation 3. I mean, like, okay. early PlayStation 3 days. They did a, a tech demo for PS3. Okay. Exactly, yeah, and people were like, oh, my God, a remade Final Fantasy VII? Yeah, but it Take wasn't actually money. supposed to be a, right, a it was remake. just it, a tech demo. Yeah, it was just a yeah. demo. It was just a but video. Of, but, mm. of course, it all spun up to say, it's like, oh, my God, they could remake they this, this, and it's going to look really good. And now look at what we're getting in a few months. You know, it, that's going to be the thing is exactly who is your audience and how much time do you think they're willing to wait to get a great game and if we see this problem, how much longer do you think they're willing to wait? I'm in. I'm in. I'm in with Dan on this one. Is that if it's a game I'm really looking forward to, and they say, "Hey, we need more time to make this no, I'm, better I'm, I'm for you." you. Guys, yeah. yeah, that's 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 where I sit. I I would do that. Like I'm the same way with movies right now, though. Too is that if I know there's a franchise coming out that I want to go and actually pay to see in theaters. And it's like, oh, we've got to push the release date out here, or oh, we're changing to a different <laughs> production <Star> studio. <laughs> yeah, I would much rather wait and then do a good job with it than rush it out and it end up being like Power Rangers was in 2017. I like the movie, but I'm not going to see any more of that until Hasbro does whatever they do with that movie. You know, that, that's going to be the big thing. So that's, it, games are the same way. It's just how long you're willing to wait for what you consider as perfection. Would an early access period be better, you think? Something like Dead Cells had? Where they just kind of kept building the game? You I think know, that varies more game by game. Yeah. I think some games lend themselves better to that. Like, I don't think, like, like a really heavy story-driven game, I don't think there could be an early access. Right. But, so, I think huh. that is more. I, I think the only things that really have like or deserve those open betas are the multiplayer games themselves i don't know about like single player ones though because unless it's something that it says like oh you play and then like as far as you get in here you can actually transfer over what you've worked on thus far into the full game when it comes out you know there's an incentive for you on the multiplayer side of it it's an incentive for you to try out multiplayer and get good at it but then provide the company valuable feedback on What's your connectivity to the server? How do you work with the other players? How do they work against you? And, and so on. But don't you see how that information could be... It's not as helpful as they think. Like Sea of Thieves. When we first played Sea of Thieves on that demo, that was a good demo. When they showed us how to... When they when you got to... Or not the demo. The, the, the beta. Mm-hmm. That was a good beta. Like It really showed you how the game works. Like, wow, this is going to be really fun. And then... So they they get the information back, the feedback. I'm like, no, they love it. What you're doing, that's great. And then they give you Sea of Thieves, the actual game itself, which was just shit. Just an extended beta. Yeah, Maybe. it's like so. I don't. But I think that's also more like I don't. Anthem did the same thing. Yeah, I guess the other. I don't know how. That, you would... that, well, that's kind of that kind of goes back to my original point. Is like these developers, like for Sea of Thieves. They knew that's all they were doing was just riddle quests. They, but they thought you were going to have enough fun because they said it was fun to be with your friends on the ship and steer the ship and act like a bunch of a bunch of assholes and being pirates. They thought that was enough. Mm-hmm. I just think anything single player wise, you can't really put out there because especially if it's as in depth and chaotic of a story like let's say death stranding got out there yeah, and you're playing this game just uh, like something that's very very story driven 
I don't think they could do something like that because part of it, of course, is you run the risk of spoilers. You run the risk of no, I get, I get, um, I, yeah, yeah, I'm with of you ruining the game for people though too, especially when they were beta testing um, Halo. Uh, for the Master Chief Collection, the people are coming out saying, oh, yeah, we just beta tested ODST and, and Halo Reach, and they broke their NDAs, and now, of course, Microsoft has locked them out from doing anything anymore. That, that's that's like, part of it. I just feel like that's the whole point of a of a quality assurance person at these companies. Mm-hmm. It's like they hire people to, to play these games to be like, oh, I'm tired of doing this same thing for 30 hours. Like, mm-hmm. And then... Again, that just ties into my point. It's like, you know, you should know before release to a degree, a good degree, how well it's going to do. What do you do when the game's built, though? I mean, like when you're talking like it's actually gold master ready to be pressed and shipped. That seems like really hard to fucking do. Well, but even like it shouldn't have gotten to that point, though. That's No, I agree. That's, yeah, there's, okay. that's what yeah. I'm saying. Okay. It's like just... Yeah. You know when a game's ready to be launched. You should know. Yeah. If you hire people to test your games, you, you know, I don't know how they actually logistically do it in a, com- a game company because I don't work in a game company. Yeah. But what you- the fuck are we talking about? What was this about? The topic was complete games, not half finished garbage. Hey, that's pretty good advice. <laughs> yeah. I think it's really hard to do. I've <laughs> seen some old. I've seen some you old. Know, QA 25 lists. minutes later, Jesus fucking right. guys. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen some old QA lists that I've read. Like, there were some Reddit AMAs maybe, like, six or seven years ago with people who were talking about that. Yeah, they were actually, like, they went through their process of testing these games. And it was like, okay, we've built this up. We're looking to make sure that you can do this, 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 and this. Here's your binder with all the documentation you need to fill out as you're playing this game to let us know what you see, what you encounter, how did you encounter it, and so on. And you're talking these guys filling out, like, a a four- or five-page report just to go back and deliver information. Now think, think like maybe a 30 hour game, like, you know, um, hell, you know what? Let's even reduce it. Like a 10 hour story game, like modern warfare, or you jump into a game like uh, fire emblem where you've sunk over a hundred hours into it. Imagine doing QA on that one. But of course the standards are different per company. You know I mean? How does Nintendo handle QA versus Activision? I guess it would really have to depend on this game. Because think about Dead by Daylight. We're fine with Dead by, Dead by Daylight being broken in so many ways. We've still put over Are a we thousand. <laughs> we put over a thousand hours into it. Yeah, that's, but would you rather that's it just true. be amazing all the time? Well, they still haven't fixed it, so I don't know how long. Am I going to wait another five years for Dead by Daylight? No, <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Like the game, the basic game works as it is. So I guess it must be really single player shit. That I would think needs this problem. I think multiplayer shit, you, you're fine with patches to fix the, the shit you don't like because they can always fix that stuff. Think about Fortnite. Fortnite does so many patches and adds so much new shit. It's not even the yeah. same game it was when I first played it. Yeah. They got lightsabers now, Dan. <laughs> yeah, they've got you got little TIE fighter gliders you can go in on now because they have the it's tie in with Rise of Skywalker. Now. Wasn't yeah. the first version basically like horde mode? Yeah, it was. Uh, the, it was a tower. Game was, it was like yeah. a tower defense horde mode. But everyone just liked the battle was. royale so much. Yeah, and, yeah. and then that. PUBG showed up, and and Epic's like, we're just going to copy them. And then uh, Blue Hole ended up taking Epic Games to court because PUBG sucks ass. Yeah, like they own the fucking battle royale. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> they they just started everything up. So ah! yeah. anyway, I, I'm with you, Dan. Though, like, I don't want I don't want broken games either. I'm Same. not. 
Like, if I pay sixty bucks for a game, I want the I'm game to work and work well. I just don't know how they fix this. Yeah. So last one we had in here though uh, was on my part of it was uh, less reliance on microtransactions. I think we're seeing more of that, especially going into this year because there's so much legislation coming up, not only at the state level but at the federal level, to really work on the microtransaction part. You mean the surprise mechanics, right? Yeah, (laughs) a.k.a. gambling. I like how the guy in that committee just laughed at her after she said that. He was like... You dumb bitch. Yeah. <laughs> no, you don't understand. It's basically like buying a Kinder Egg, though. <laughs> well, that's See, you still I, get something sweet. I will. I will fully admit. Like How I'll tell you guys here right now is that I like I actually pay money in Pokemon Go. <laughs> However, the money itself I earn through doing Google's opinion rewards, which they pay me like you know ten cents for just a simple survey, up to like fifty cents or even a buck. To do stuff, so I pay that out of out of there, and I'll even rent movies or buy single songs just from that. Yeah, I do the same you know, thing for whatever. But yeah, that's exactly how I spend my money. Um, I think out of all microtransaction stuff in my entire gaming life, I think I bought a set of three crate keys for CS:GO to actually unlock crates to see, okay, am I going to get a weapon skin or am I going to get a knife skin or a spray or something. You know, I asked about as far as it's gotten, but that's just me. I mean, you've got one. I'm sure there are kids out there who have their iPhones unlocked and their parents' credit card applied to it and spend thousands of dollars in these singular games. But there are laws coming out now to really try to get around a lot of that and try to shut a lot of that down. Not necessarily to protect kids and protect parents from all this money being spent, but also to stupid people. Yeah, also to include hopefully include the statistics on what your possibility is for a reward too. Like China made that a big requirement that you actually had to get a percentage for Overwatch to show that you get, I think like an 11% chance to land a legendary skin or to get coins or something. It actually had to give you percentages that when you open this up, you, you have X percent chance to get this level of a skin. Overwatch is one that I've spent money on. It's it's just one of I those think things. They handle it fine. I yeah. think we all land on the same spot. If it's not integral to the game, then it's fine. If it's cosmetic, it's fine. You have a loot box. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like stuff. Battlefront. But if it's too, if it when they had it, yeah, I was like, if well, it, but if it's something it, where they can someone else can level up faster than me and be better at the game than me in multiplayer or, or like FIFA, where you can unlock just better yeah, characters. Yeah, I was like, that's where it's a problem. But yeah, see, I think we all land when, on the same when I was mm-hmm. doing it on. Uh, on Overwatch, it was just like, yeah, I'll throw a couple bucks at it. You know, get a couple. I just want that crates, skin. I was like, see yeah, if, see if I yeah. can get a cool skin today. And if not, you know, maybe a few weeks later, I might throw a buck or two at it again. I'd actually prefer if Overwatch actually just you could buy the skin. That would be better. I, yeah, I, I would, would like just, that better. I just I quit making just, it. A, so maybe that's what it is. Don't make it luck. Yeah, just make Don't it, make yeah. it luck based. Or I mean, if you guys might see this in a different way, though, this is why. Like, this is where I see the CS:GO kind of thing coming up, though, too, is that. The skins themselves have no real value, but people put value to them, and a pair of these gloves for CSGO can go for 500 bucks in the Steam marketplace. I mean, I'm not, I'm a little shocked that for just cosmetics alone that it's gotten to be that chaotic. Some people do that shit on Rocket League all the time. Yeah, which that is shit. ironic, because yeah. I remember back, you know, in the early days of Counter-Strike, you could just download any freaking graphic for any gun you know skin yeah it any way you wanted and now they've monetized characters. it 
Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah, because Valve, I think, gets... They get a percentage of every sale that goes through. So even if you go and sell... Like, I went and sold a skin for six cents, and Valve's cut of it was like four cents. Or not four cents, excuse me, that's way too... No, it was like two or three cents. But they actually told you, it's like, you sell it for this price, here's what the market's at right now for this skin of this quality. Here's what you can charge for it if you charge for that... At this level, this is what Valve's takeaway is from. Of course, it. I guess the big the big difference there is back in the day, I'm fairly certain when you downloaded skins, they only showed up on your computer. Nowadays, you get skins, they show up on other people's stuff too. So, you know, if you have a specific character skin on mm-hmm. Overwatch or, you know, on on a game, you you know, other people can see it. So it's kind of yeah. like saying, no, look what I have. It's like the metadata is there in the game itself, but not. you're not privy to it. You're not privy to it in the sense that you can use it yourself. Right, unless right. you actually go pay the pay the piper. So I'm just hoping that a lot of that kind of goes down, and I'm just I'm still surprised that Overwatch hasn't rolled out something like that where you can actually go and sell the skins you don't want. That it doesn't just become a collection thing. And if you want a skin from Uprising you can go pay money for but they, that skin kind of out of a market. Because if you get a skin in a loot box that you already got, it's just going to give you cash. Though they, yeah, they <laughs> yeah, got rid of the coins. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's not a lot. But they, it's not a lot. But they have, they've reduced the chances Thanks, of you getting Overwatch. a duplicate skin now. They've sure. had that going for over a year that they've reduced the chances of that happening drastically. It's a bummer not to play the game to find that out. <laughs> the fucking game. So, but, I'm going to be edgy then. I want more loot box transactions I'm edgy you guys all want less I'm gonna go a different way I love them I want more I want more money for these guys so they can make better games see they need money Kyle they made a lot they made a great game for me in Overwatch I want them to get their money for that no you do I do because if they don't get their money why would they make me another one well they already are because I gave them their money because but it they have take a great over three fucking years to make system. another one. It wasn't. It wasn't a year because we really were dumb enough to keep playing years. it for three years. <laughs> if we would have stopped after a year, they would have fucking made it. I'm edgy. I'm different. You guys want less. I want more. But still, I would like to see bitches. just get real. After the controversy that was Battlefront two a couple years ago oh, and all the legislation going through, I just want to see a reduction in microtransactions to be able to progress further in games cosmetics. We've all agreed on. We don't we fucking care. a reduction care. in predatory microtransactions. That's a fantastic yeah. way to say it. Man, this guy and his vocabulary. No, I want more. <laughs> he wants more predators. I want life. more predators. <laughs> <laughs> Preston wants all the predators <laughs> of every type. <laughs> Bring them to me. I'll teach him a lesson. What are we talking about? <laughs> oh, well. Nope, I'm with you. Yeah. You changed my mind. Damn, you're convincing. All right. Well, we've got one more section here, and then we'll wrap things up, of course, for this episode. But we're looking at what we are, the NPCs well, wait, going there was into one more. 2020. No, <laughs> there was not. There wasn't? There was not. Let me see no. if I can... I don't know, man. I think you should read that for the audience. <laughs> really? What are you talking about? I'm okay, not seeing fine. anything. You fucking... <laughs> ah! <laughs> This son of a bitch. <laughs> Damn. All right. Well, Kyle has to do the poo-poo pee-pee boys for me. <laughs> Come on. Oh, my God. 
Real fast. With the boo boo and the big big. <laughs> God damn it. That's fucking great. Makes oh. everything worth it. All right. Sure. What are we going to be doing in 2020? So, yeah, looking ahead to what the NPCs is going to be. <laughs> so, so we're only just over six months into this. Our first recording was June 8th of this year. And this is what we've been doing so far. I mean, the Facebook page kind of got started up a little bit after that. We only started exploring a website a couple months ago. Um, I mean, we've all, I mean, we've evolved pretty quick, at least to where we're at right now. But there's always room to grow. I'm just grateful, at least, that we're on Apple Podcasts now. And that was actually not as difficult as I thought it was going to be. But that was a bit of a pain anyway, just to, just to do. It was an inconvenience, let's put it that way. But it's there, so at least we're distributing a little farther. But I think in 2020, though, a lot of the emphasis for us is going to be more on content and how we're kind of divvying up that content is that the podcast is going to hopefully become not necessarily the main focus of our group, but that we're going to move more into actual content reviews, more of our streams, whether they're just our own streams through our consoles or, of course, if you have a PC, um group streams when we can actually get together and try to do that maybe once a month doesn't matter what the game is whether it's a new game an old game a freaky game a stupid game whatever um and then of course maybe look at splitting up the podcast even further like i'll tell you guys right now for at our recording time we were at two hours 39 minutes and 50 seconds well it's because we talked about something for 25 we talked a lot there but looking at the possibility of maybe chunking out our actual like individual recording here into several to release during the year. But we want to know what more, people – Make it more user-friendly, you know? Yeah. yeah. And that's why we started the timestamp thing, though, with the best of 2019, though. And like I've got a lot of timestamps here for everything we've talked about, like down to the game that we've talked about, too. Yeah. What we want to see in 2020. So they're there, and that's going to hopefully help. But – the biggest thing we're looking for here is feedback from the little community that we have just the thus far. So when it comes to it, Facebook Messenger is available to always drop us something. You can always drop a post on our Facebook page. Our email address is listed on our Facebook page as well, too. You can always go to our website and drop information there. We have ways to be able to, to receive that feedback, to be able to change to whatever it is you want to actually see from us. And... 2020 is a year of growth and a year of change. And I would love to hear Brandon's suggestions on how we can do better. That's what I want, Sherm. Not this pettiness. You thought I was going to let it go? You thought, didn't you? You thought because you erased it, I forgot it, huh? Look at me, Sherm. Kyle did the voice. That won't make me feel better. <laughs> With the boot, boot, <laughs> Damn. It's getting more and more exaggerated every time. <laughs> you got you got to mix in a little bit of here comes Yogi with that one. Ah, <laughs> oh, man, you guys know how to make me calm. I like it. But like I think that's what we're and baby also angry. Ready to my belly. Yeah, we, we know actually we know both sides of it. We know how to calm you down and also mm. piss you off. Like how Death Stranding should have been Game of the Year instead. Mm. <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. I fucking hate you. Should have been untitled Goose Game. And with that said... I'm going to throw a bat at you. <laughs> that's it for this week's episode. Don't forget to check us swing. out on 
No, our back, Facebook page at facebook.com slash the NPCs podcast or our website, the NPCs.wixsite.com slash home. You can also get our podcast now, not only on Spotify and Google Podcasts, but we are now on Apple Podcasts. And I've checked it out. It's so much easier to use than trying to use the Anchor app itself. But if that's the app you like to use, not going to stop you. But thanks, everybody, for tuning in. It's been a great 2019 as we've started this up. And we will catch everybody in 2020. Have a great night and a great new year. Bye.